93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, March 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Philadelphia School District is entering phase two of the district's reopening plan. Starting on April 26th, students grades third through fifth will return to the classroom, as well as students grades sixth through eighth with complex needs. Thousands of families will be given the option for hybrid learning with two days in school and three days virtual. Families may remain full virtual if they choose. Registration for hybrid learning will open on April 6th, uh, but the kids won't return until April 26th. Now, plexiglass and hand sanitizing stations have been installed in the schools, but they're saying that one thing won't won't change. So the district will keep the six feet of distance in place for all students, despite the guidelines that are being changed to three feet. Uh, Kids will also have to wear masks as well, even though they're going to be six feet apart and they're going to have the plexiglass. Uh, But this will be more schools, more kids that are at least going back into the classroom for two days a week in the Philadelphia. School District. There are calls for a Perkesy Borough Councilman to resign over allegations that he posted on a website for swingers. Wednesday night's Parkside Borough Council meeting got heated over allegations that Councilman Scott Sidlow is a member of an alleged online swingers dating site. Oh, yeah. President President Shirley Percival called for his resignation over the allegations, which Sidlow says is not a public matter. The dispute was sparked by an anonymous letter to the council president accusing Sidlow of soliciting opportunities for uh, intimate encounters and to smoke marijuana in an online swingers club. Uh For him to violate Pennsylvania laws and still want to be an elected official, that's why myself and the majority of the council has requested his resignation, the president said. Now, Sidlow says uh, there is nothing wrong or illegal about what what he's doing. He admits to having a profile and smoking marijuana. He says it's just a way for people to meet and socialize. What is his position again? I mean, besides doggy style and ah. a few of the other ones. but um, So he's a councilman in Delaware County. Okay. Oh, wait, in Delaware County? Uh, Parkside. Yeah. I thought you, for some reason, I thought you said it was... You said Perkesy. You said Perkesy. Oh, yeah. Parkside. Parkside. Okay. okay. Uh, oh, all right. So Parkside. you... You can be a swinger. You right? absolutely it, can. Yeah, There's he's no, saying. There's I think the issue is the it. pot. Is the issue the pot? Well, I they, guess it, it's probably what they're using. Right? It's <laughs> also legal in his borough, although it's illegal nationally. Uh, in fairness, I'm going to recuse myself from this conversation because <laughs> okay. I know Scott. Oh, do oh, you? No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nick swings with him. <laughs> yeah. Stop. That's why he's icing his balls tonight. Get stopped. Who passed it? Stop. Hey, you dragged yourself into this. I know, I know. Nick, you get your pot from him, don't you? Stop. Um, okay. Uh, that's a, all right. I know. Yeah. So, listen, I think so you, listen. you're fine with, uh, to me, swinging is, would be a lifestyle. There'd be no way right. they, that they could control that. If you are engaging, at, 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 to Nick's point, if the, if the pot is an issue, maybe they have some grounds. It right. seems a little flighty. Yeah. Interesting. Well, but the council president says that in itself, the um, him being on this website and admitting to it is a breach of public trust uh-huh. as public officials are held to a higher standard of conduct. Uh, there's also concern that the married couple has two children living in the home. Now, Sidlow says, I'm not going to put them in any kind of compromising position. My children didn't know anything about smoking marijuana or me being a swinger until this week. And when- now they do and everybody right. else does because right. these people made such a stink about it That's what he's and they saying. shouldn't um i've been to parkside i'm sure that there are a lot of people in that borough who are doing a lot worse 
And they, they really, glass houses, man, glass houses. Okay. Sidlow believes this is a smear Those campaign. Those seem structurally unsound. They, right, do. they do. They yeah, do, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. can bring the whole thing down. Sidlow yeah. believes this is a smear campaign that is politically motivated as he is the first Democratic member on the council. Mayor Thomas Dietman also believes Sidlow should resign. The council referred this matter to the Delaware County District Attorney's Office, and there is a pending investigation. He said he would be willing to look the other way if he could score him some pot. Also, <laughs> the, the council <laughs> voted to have Sidlow step down. Their decision is not final, and voters will have their say in the upcoming primary election Mm. in May. A retaining wall along Interstate 295 in South Jersey shifted and partially collapsed on Thursday afternoon, according to the New Jersey Department of Transportation. The problem is in the northbound lanes where the road crosses over Essex Avenue in Belmar, New Jersey. The right lane is closed, so crews can uh, work to perform emergency stabilization on the wall. There is no timetable on when the work will be completed. That's always good when they say we don't know when we'll be finished. Right. Uh, drivers should expect heavy congestion in the area on Route 42 northbound as well. The wall was built as part of a new roadway on the Direct Connection project. In sports this morning. Oh! Danny Green hit eight three-pointers and scored 28 points against his former team. And the Sixers won their fourth yeah. straight game, 109-101 to 101 over the Lakers last night in L.A. Seth Curry scored 19 points and Tobias Harris added 17 for the Eastern Conference leading Sixers, who have won 10 of 11 overall. And seven of eight without injured all-star Joel Embiid. The Sixers stay in L.A. for a game against the Clippers tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. The Flyers lost their fourth straight game once again, getting beat up by the New York Rangers and losing eight to three. What the f*** is this? Mika Zibanejad recorded a hat trick to lead the Rangers to the win in the first of a two-game set. Carter Hart stopped six of 11 Rangers shots before getting pulled for Brian Elliott. The two teams play again tomorrow afternoon in South Philly, and the puck will drop at 1 o'clock. And the NCAA tournament continues tomorrow with four games, including the fifth-seeded Villanova Wildcats facing off against the number one-seeded Baylor Bears. Jay Wright's team will look to advance past the Sweet 16 for the third time in six years. Tip-off is scheduled for 5-15. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to a Friday morning in all its glory. And I just realized something is that uh, I don't make any eye contact with anyone until after I get in here in the studio because Casey goes, Dude, what happened to you? Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? He's, I thought you, you no, these are the same glasses that I've always had. And he was pointing in my face. Uh, and he's like, you have a gash above your eye. I'm like, God damn it. I know exactly what, <laughs> what happened. happened. What did you do? So <laughs> I. Were you outside with your BB gun and an icicle slid off no, Preston? No. Uh, Black Bart was yeah. not in my backyard. <laughs> so I, uh, I put my shoes in the kitchen. Uh, so I'm not walking through the house with with my shoes on, making noise and so on, on in early in the morning, wow, and I put them on right before I go out the door. What? Super considerate. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I moved them slightly, and where I moved them is close to a shelf on the oh, yeah. wall. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I just normally, you know, I just look down, and I slip my <laughs> shoes on because these are slip on shoes, or they, they don't have uh, uh, shoelaces. And so I look down, and as I look down. Bam! I just, you know, you know, I just know. like come four on, four o'clock come in the morning. Come on, you know. Bam! And I'm like, damn it, damn it. And, and I'm like, uh, and I hope, and I've hit my eye like that before, yep. and, and ended up with a black eye before. Uh, and I was like, just don't let me get a black eye, man. You know. 
And then, sure enough, I was like, okay, that I, it didn't feel no, that it's bad, a little dang, but yeah. it's a little uh, apparently oh, it bled oh, a little bit. Goodness gracious, it's terrible. Well, it is pretty big. It's a little no, bloody. No, it's here. It's little. Yeah. No, it's gigantic. <laughs> But he's like, that's the way I am with my kids. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, that's nasty. That's, uh, you know, me trying to calm my kids down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to take a couple stitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just figured, but, uh, you know, maybe your friends will still accept you. Uh, but anyway, uh, so son's injury, we're all doing good today. We, uh, like I said, it's the end of the week, so it's a beautiful thing. We give away our $500 prize for the Word of the Week prize. And we a also, warm week, Preston. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Weather-wise, we are going to have our friends from Jersey Mike's here, so we have some giveaways in conjunction with their appearance, so you get some free food out of the deal. And we will have comedian Tony Woods on the show this week. He's time. great. So he is going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow, so we'll talk to him at some point during the program. Uh, these things and more are taking place. We're going to take a break, come back in a second, and we'll get to the entertainment report. We have a stupid question and all this Friday stuff surrounding us. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Did you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your reward points for discounts on gas at participating Exxon mobile stations or for free groceries. Plus, get personalized deals and digital coupons that are just for you. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com to sign up and save. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We're going to do a stupid question this morning, and we are going to give away a $50 gift card for Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue Restaurant. So, the question I have today, I came up with this yesterday. It's right. not one, it's not, a, not an answer you can look up. No. And you have to give me the answer that I'm thinking of. This oh. is from Preston's World. I like so, this. the question is if you were a kid, or if I was a kid, what would be the proper response to? No, uh, two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you can think what I'm thinking. That is a standard. I think that's a given. That's an acceptable response you're looking for. What is the proper response to no? Uh, uh-huh. all right, two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. All right, so I'm going to go through some birthdays today. Friday, March twenty sixth. By the way, uh huh, is not the correct. No, answer. it is not. Uh, Alan Arkin, and there are Alan, a lot of Alan, <laughs> Alan. There are a lot of great birthdays today, a lot of big ones, and he is outstanding. So I've loved Alan Arkin forever. Uh, funny comedic actor, incredibly dramatic, wonderful actor. He's been in so many good things. He, you know, he's he's had multiple stages of his career. Yeah, where he was the it guy. You know, when he first came on the scene, yeah. and now he's as, as an older man, he's great. Exactly, he's on the Kaminsky method, right? Yes. Uh, in fact, they just announced I think their final season. Oh, okay, yeah, he's, um, he's great on it. Little Miss Sunshine, Argo, tons of great stuff, and obviously he has an early career that was, you know, the. Um, the In-Laws. Was it The In-Laws? The In-Laws yeah. with Peter Falk, one of the yeah. funniest movies ever. He's also one of my favorite movies of all time, a sweet movie, uh, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. He's 87 today. I have a whole lot to go through. So we get mm-hmm. to the great James Caan next. He yes. get out of the cock, the <laughs> car. That's what that's from? He yep. was talking to Misery, him. yeah. That's from Misery, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, the Godfather, obviously. The best. Was, uh, an unbelievable performance. He in. was in our studio, right? No. No, he wasn't? no, no I would have remembered that. No, that would have been really cool. You think it I don't know who you're. You think it's is. David Faustino? Oh, no, you know who I'm thinking of? Uh, he is a tango dancer. Oh, 
Uh, Robert yes. Duvall? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we never no, had Robert no, no, no. Oh, my God. I would no, retire. We, 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 yeah, yeah, that would have been the great, greatest yes, day of my life. because he went over to NBC10 and he danced with one of their anchors. We never had Robert Duvall. We never Duvall. had Robert Duvall. I would totally remember We that. would absolutely 100% I'd still be trembling. Re- remember a legend like Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be crazy yes, we, if well, wait Kathy a minute. was then, the only one who then remembers? Then if not, then I met him at NBC10. Then you must have been it. I was going to say Chaz Palminteri maybe is who you're talking about. No. Chaz Palminteri? Anyhow, well, you got to meet right. him. God bless you. He's 81. He did, because he, he danced uh, on what used to be the 10 show. He right. did like a little tango dance. But, but it's I need not to his figure out. Even. There's somebody here who I met. I'm okay. okay. All right. You're thinking of Bill I met Weston. one guy. Yeah. Oh, an old guy. I met a guy. You're thinking of Randy Cotts. Who the hell is it? <laughs> it's him. You probably yes. met him over there. All right, I I'm did. moving on. Lisa Gibbons' birthday is today. We're here sitting here talking about James Conn when it's Lisa Gibbons' Lisa birthday. Lisa Gibbons, a legendary. Yeah. From Robocop. Uh, she was on yeah, Robocop. Yeah, she's the uh, reporter. She's 64 today. Uh, Kira Knightley also uh, turns a year older. Bend it uh, like Beckham was the first time I saw her. Me too. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what she's great in is uh, the imitation game. She's excellent. Yeah, the Alan Turing story. Yes, and uh, she plays his... Wife, kind of, sort of. Well, I mean, they do get married, but uh, he's gay, and, right? And she's kind of. I have weird. some things I need to tell you. Yeah. Um, he, she's Harris. also in the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, Ed, Ed Harris. He was God. in the studio. Yes. Yes. I don't remember him. And that was pretty guy. awesome too. Yeah. Some old bald guy. <laughs> it was one God. of the three. Wait, did he dance? Went from James Conn to Robert Duvall to David Faustino to no, Ed no. Harris. Robert Duvall was at NBC and All he right. did dance. Okay, okay, but Ed Harris was here. But Ed Harris was here. Happy birthday, James Conn. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh my God. Jennifer Gray has hey! her birthday. Hey! Dirty dancing. Uh, they do like tango type things. Yes. So uh, she probably danced to David Festino. <laughs> so uh, Jennifer Gray, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, obviously. That's uh, Dirty Dancing's your favorite movie, oh, right? One of my favorites. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I can watch it at any moment. Uh, she is 61 today. Oh, wow. My goodness. Wow. Uh, you also have Vicki Lawrence, the great Vicki Lawrence uh, from The Carol Burnett Show, Mama's Family. As much as I adored The Carol Burnett Show, I hated that show, Mama's Family. No, I didn't either, but I loved the, the sketches that they did on Carol loved Burnett. Loved them. Loved them. Once they turned it into a, it a, a sitcom, I didn't like it either, Steve. She's 72 today. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, former yes. Supreme Court Justice, is 91 years old. First female Supreme Court Justice, right? Uh, yep. I believe so, yeah. Uh, also, uh, and we'll go with uh, first uh, females, uh, Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker, 81. She was the first woman in U.S. history to hold <laughs> to hold. Let's go, girls. Uh, that title. She shares a birthday with Sandra Day O'Connor, only 10 years younger. She's 81. My dad said I had to say happy birthday to Nancy Pelosi today. Okay. okay just I'm doing that for my dad. His dream has come true. Yeah. Uh, it's also Diana Ross's birthday uh, today. Legend. Uh, Diana Ross celebrates her 77th birthday. Remember when she died a few years ago? Yeah, I remember that. And then she came back to life. Uh, was there a rumor that she died? It was Yeah, the way it was, it was put in the in the prep that she had passed. Yeah, you had, and I think you said, like, the late Diana Ross, and then you were like, wait, she's <laughs> not dead. She's not right. dead. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Martin Short wow. is 71 today. Oh, I loved him. Uh, yeah, I, I still him. love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he hasn't. I haven't seen him in anything. Uh, yeah, he's actually been doing a, a fair amount of stuff. He um, he's in something. Believe it or not, with Demi Lovato. Really? Yeah, yeah. I saw okay. the, Yeah. Uh, so seventy-one years old today. So many great things. Uh, Three Amigos, Inner Space. Uh, uh, SC, Inner Space. The SCTV yeah. stuff alone oh, would have secured his legend. Half wits. Half wits. Or his character that. Ed or... Grimley was born from SCTV. It was. What was the movie where he got stung by the bee? Oh, 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 
Uh, pure luck. Pure luck. Pure, yeah. I laughed out oh loud my in God. that movie. And he got it all was so dumb, but <laughs> it was fine. great. Yes. Fine. Uh, so there. So everybody talks about the Eddie Murphy Best of Saturday Night Live, the Chris Farley Best of Saturday Night Live. We used to watch that all the time in college, and that is a an the underrated. Yes, yeah. Best of Saturday Night Live. Seventy one today. Bob Woodward. Uh, the Watergate story broke through him and Carl Bernstein. Uh, they uncovered it with the Washington Post, and he is uh, 78 years old today. Uh, from the world of rock and roll, it's Steven Tyler's birthday. Oh, oh. Yeah, Steven Tyler turns oh. 73 years he old. He just did a block of uh, Aerosmith yesterday, um, and I caught it in the middle, so, <laughs> so I don't know why he did it. Um, maybe he's uh, jammed up with blocks today, but it was a really great block of Aerosmith. I, um, that's one of those bands that I've seen in concert a few times. Never a bad show. No, I agree. They're just awesome live. Uh, except when you get to see... Stephen fall off the stage. Right. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a special moment. Uh, so he's 73 today. He, now he now he sort of looks like the slutty friend your grandmother hangs around with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes he looks like your slutty grandmother yeah, when his yeah, hair is yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. It's you know? so, weird, yeah. Uh, Amy Smart, uh, the actress. Love her. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, just like Mrs. H. Just like Mrs. H. Uh, Varsity Blues, Road Trip. Da, uh, Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch, you're right. Yep, she's 45. It was her and uh, uh, and Starsky and Hutch. Oh, you haven't said her Carmen name Carmen Electra. Out. Thank you. Haven't yeah. said that name out loud in right, ages. Right, right. Yes. Uh, Leslie Mann. Mann, do you got to love her? Mann, 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 Mann Leslie. Leslie Mann. I adore her. There, she's awesome. There is a, a commercial. She's so damn adorable in it. She does a lot of commercials, but yeah. it's for Jergens. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Where she's talking to her daughter. Yes. And she's like, we, your body goes through changes. She's like, Mom, I'm 20. She's like, I'm talking about your elbows. <laughs> uh, she's adorable and wife of Judd Apatow. Yeah. Uh, she is 49 years old. Today. I hope to one day get to meet her. Uh, and then I had... I've already uh, met Robert Duvall. Casey, at, <laughs> uh, uh, I had Marissa grab a clip for Jonathan Groff, whose birthday is today. Who played Kristoff, the voice of Kristoff and Frozen? Also, Mindhunter. He's yeah. Holden. He's, he's great. the main character. Yeah. Uh, but in Hamilton, he's King George. Yes. How about that? And he is outstanding in it. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna, so I'm going to play a little clip of him singing because I had no idea the dude could sing the way he does. Uh, and if you know this, if you know this soundtrack, this will be stuck in your head for the rest. When push comes to shove, I will kill your friends and family. To remind you of my love. Da 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 Put this on. You yeah. dig it. Put, put yeah. this on. You'll be back. He does three versions of it yeah. in, in the show, and it's fantastic. So we had listened to the soundtrack many, many times before I actually ever saw it live on stage, and I just said Saul. Like, yeah. There was an L at the end of that word. <laughs> um, and, uh, You're our theater critic. Yeah, I yeah. am. But that song in particular... Uh, the the soundtrack it doesn't do it justice until you see it live on stage and you're like oh my god this is hilarious oh yeah his facial expressions mm-hmm. and there are parts where he's like spitting he's uh-huh. getting so fired up it's uh, he's great he's a, a huge talent and he turns 36 years old today so happy birthday to everyone celebrating a birthday today. 
Let's see if you can get the answer to this question. What is the proper response to nuh-uh? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR, and I will go to Nancy. Hi there, Nancy. Good morning. All right, Nancy, what's proper response to nuh-uh? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> well done, Nancy. Hang on, because we're going to give you a $50 gift card for Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue Restaurant located on Route 1 between Lynn Boulevard and Westchester Pike and Upper Darby. A barbecue-based business with everything from brisket, pulled pork, and ribs to Texas toast, uh, grilled cheese, uh, plus vegan and vegetarian options online at secretsaucebarbecue.com. They sent us a little love package yesterday. Oh, Man, really? It smell fantastic in here. Yes. So thank you, Steve and the gang at uh, Wilson's. All right, so we're going to go through some uh, entertainment stories. I have a lot, too. Uh, Johnny Depp has lost an attempt to overturn a high court ruling that said he assaulted and abused his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Sin of the bitch. Uh, over the summer, the judge dismissed Depp's libel claim against the Sun's publisher, which dubbed him a wife beater in an April 2018 article. The judge ruled that the statement was substantially true and that the 57-year-old assaulted uh, Heard on a dozen occasions. Part of Depp's argument relied on claims that Heard did not give away her $7 million divorce settlement, as she said she would. And Lord Justice Underhill said, We do not accept that there is any ground for believing that the judge may have been influenced by any such general perception as Mr. Caldecott relies on. Is that the defense attorney? Uh, either that or it's his pet cat. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Mr. Caldecott. Mr. Wrigglesworth. Uh, in the first place, he does not refer to her charitable donation at all in the context of his central findings. On the contrary, he only mentions it in a very particular context. After that, he had already reached his conclusions in relation to the 14 incidents. It's time to detach from all this legality. Move on from this... Uh, they're suing each other back and forth because it it, it does no good. It's never Walk ending. away from it. It is never ending. Uh, a spokesperson for Heard said, We are pleased but by no, mind, no means surprised by the court's denial of Mr. Depp's application for an appeal. The evidence presented in the U.K. case was overwhelming and undeniable. Now, there's word that Amber Heard is not going to reprise her role in the next Aquaman because she caught some... Flack off of all this as well. When oh, it was, really? Yeah, because some stuff came out that said that she got physical with him. Okay. I don't know. Did, right, so did you, I don't know. Did you notice in uh, the the Snyder cut that she, she had an accent that kind of came? She to did. Her? She did yeah. actually. That was before the because because that's before Aquaman was was okay. actually hey. done. So she had a little bit of an affectation that she was doing. I like it better with the I like her yeah. better with the accent. Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm working my way through the Snyder cut. I haven't finished it yet. in the actual Aquaman. She's you. We live on the water. <laughs> uh, co-stars and celebrities are mourning the death of actress Jessica Walter, the star of Arrested. Development and Archer, among other things. Uh, she passed away Wednesday in New York City. She was 80 years old. She's great. Um, her co-stars have all uh, released statements, you know, and uh, co-star Tony Hale, who played her uh, her character, Lucille Bluth's son, Buster, called her a force. He said she was a force, and her talent and timing were unmatched. Rest in peace, Mama Bluth. Other colleagues from the Emmy Award-winning show, uh, mourned the actress on social media, noting uh, the humor that she brought. Uh, the producer, John Levenstein, said um, uh, Jessica Walter never missed. If she didn't get a laugh, there was a problem with the script. Hmm. Um, Henry Winkler had also uh, tweeted, oh, no, we had worked together for years on Arrested Development. It was an honor to watch her comedy explode 
from the very first row. David Cross said, I consider myself privileged and very lucky to have been able to work with her. Lucille Bluth is one of the greatest, one of TV's greatest characters, he said. And Jason Bateman issued a statement, too, obviously similar to that. And, uh, you know, her characters on Arrested Development and uh, Archer were fairly similar. Uh, They both like booze a lot. We have a montage of her as Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. All right, here we go. Get me a vodka rocks. Mom, it's breakfast. And a piece of toast. I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. I don't know who that is, and I don't care to find out. I don't have the milk of mother's kindness in me anymore. I'll be in the hospital bar. Uh... You know, there isn't a hospital. <laughs> this is why people hate hospitals. They don't appreciate it. It's his glasses. They make him look like a lizard. Plus, he's self-conscious. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> What's Spanish for? I know you speak English. He's going to tell Michael. And he won't hear the good stuff. He'll just hear about the beating. Oh, man. <laughs> She's awesome. Uh, she started her career in uh, the 1960s. She appeared in uh, TV guest roles in series such as Flipper and yep. Ben Casey. Oh, yeah. Uh, but her big breakout role was the 1971 film play Misty for me as the obsessive fan of Clint Eastwood's radio DJ, for which she was nominated for a Golden Globe. We have a, a clip of, the, of one of her meltdowns in that movie. Okay. Are you trying to say he don't love me anymore? I never told you that I loved you. Not in words, maybe, but there are lots of ways of saying things that have nothing to do with words. You read it that way. I never lied to you. Big deal. He never lied to me. So, uh... What am I supposed to do? Sit here all dressed up in my little horse suit waiting for my lord and master to call? Nobody asked you to wait for it. You're not jumping me, Buster Blue Eyes. Get off my back, Evelyn. You're nothing! You're not even good in bed! Crazy in that movie, and that's man. a DJ nightmare movie because he plays a DJ at a at, at a at a jazz station, and she calls every night and requests play Misty for me, and so he, he has sex with her once, and that was one too many times. Mm-hmm. I uh, I loved her in Arrested Development, and I didn't know until this morning, but we got an email from my friend Charlotte Felcher, who does uh, public relations. She got uh, Jessica Walter got her start here in, in Philadelphia. She was an actress at the uh, Playhouse in New Hope, PA. That she began her professional oh. career in 1958. At the Playhouse in New Hope, PA, is an acting apprentice. No kidding. Yeah, it's really cool. Was she from the area? I don't know where she was from originally, but that's where she got her acting uh, career, you know, five decades ago. And you know, George Siegel went to... Went to school in the area. That's right. He went to uh, a Quaker Academy, and and uh, I forget where else, but yeah, a lot of his early acting um, uh, classes and regular school was here. And he just died. Yeah. yeah. Is there a connection? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Uh, Walter Berg steadily. I know Robert Duvall probably has something to do with it. Yeah. For more than 50 years in TV, film, and on Broadway as well. Uh, Britney Spears moving forward with her plans to make Jody Montgomery her permanent conservator. Uh, the 39-year-old singer has requested the resignation of her father, Jamie Spears, as her permanent conservator, and that Montgomery's current role as temporary conservator be made permanent, according to a recent legal filing. Uh, the document also states Brittany reserves the right to petition for the termination of this conservatorship. Uh, Who is Montgomery again? I don't know I think exactly. It's a, it's a long, I think it's a lifelong friend who... Um, okay. Was kind of her personal. Uh, this is what I remember because I watched that the the um, the documentary on her, mm-hmm. and there are a whole bunch of people in that, and that's what I'm thinking. I remember uh, the September 2019. In September 2019, Jamie stepped down as the permanent conservator due to personal health reasons, and Montgomery took his place last summer. Brittany filed court documents stating that she is strongly opposed to having her father return as sole conservator of her affairs and finances, and strongly prefers Montgomery. Leave Brittany alone. 
uh, continue in that role as she has done for nearly a year. Mm. Uh, the pop star suggested Bessemer Trust Company to serve as conservator of her estate. In a later filing, the nomination was supported by Britney's mother, Lynn Spears, in a separate document. So there's some trying to do a little shifting in that whole thing. Uh, the One Campaign, the Bono co-founded glo- right. <laughs> global health and anti-poverty organization. Began right here in Philadelphia. Uh, really? Yeah. Has debuted an animated series uh, titled Pandemica that aims to raise awareness of the importance of vaccines in ending the COVID-19 pandemic. Celtic Wonder Superpower Activate. Uh, the story... <laughs> The story unfolds as a pandemic purgatory that finds its characters unsure how long they will be stuck there. I've got, I've got one thing to say to you, Peanut Chuck. <laughs> uh, so. Peanut Chuck! That's right, my large Indian friend. A few. Are you like six stories tall? So, a few of the people lending their voices include Bono, Penelope Cruz. Ah. Nick Kroll, uh, Kumail Nanjani, uh, Wanda Sykes, Michael Sheen, and several others. Uh, rolling out on one campaign social channels, the series arrives uh, amid multi-reports citing the uh, inequality of vaccines di- uh, distribution across the world. So they're trying to get into more impoverished nations that uh, need the vaccines. While the United States continues to expand vaccine distribution across all age groups, some countries are still struggling to get doses uh, to older and more vulnerable populations. So they're doing that to bring awareness and raise funds and all of that good stuff. Look at that. There's a coronavirus marching band. Uh, Bono had said, even while many of us still wait our turn, we need to commit to making sure that billions of people around the world aren't left in the at the back of the line, it's the right thing to do, obviously, uh, but it's also the only way out of this pandemic for all of us. If the vaccine isn't everywhere, this pandemic isn't going anywhere. In the fifth Rocky film, it's like a billion. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey will sit down with poet laureate uh, Amanda Gorman for the Oprah conversation on Apple TV Plus. That will be today, by the way. Uh, Oprah said in a statement, Amanda Gorman is a young woman who stepped into a moment in history with enormous grace and dignity. I was enthralled by her youthful spirit from the first moment we met and very much look forward to hearing her unpack all that has happened to her in the past few months. They're at a new place now because they're not at the Meghan and Her. Uh... Prince Harry set. They're at a different backyard. Oh, I wonder awful. if this is actually Oprah's backyard or Mark Summer's backyard. <laughs> They're neighbors off yeah. all. So, uh, okay. So I have to say, I bizarrely call it, but in a weird way, my um, uh, my foul up has uh, has created something that's happened here. From so. from your mistake has come truth. Yes, uh, Netflix has its share of true crime projects, but the streamer has no plans of stopping the dark content anytime soon. Uh, They're developing a new limited series following the horrific story of one of society's most notorious serial killers, casting Evan Peters to bring his story to life, and it will be focusing on the crimes of Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, a while back, I think it was Evan Peters' birthday. You screwed up. And I said he was in my friend Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Right. I thought that no. was him. It wasn't him. I right. was dead wrong on that. And you caused that? this casting. And, now and I caused right. it. Yeah. yeah, you did. We know Hollywood listens to us. But I guess they, you know, they saw what I saw that, wow, he looks 
He he can yeah. pull that off. He's, he's got a bit of Dahmer got, going. Yeah, he's got a little yeah, bit of that does. going. So was that Ross Lynch that was in that one that you're talking about? Was I'm it, not sure. <clears throat> it was there were a couple a, of Dahmer movies. Case. There was, but yeah. uh, I think the one you're referencing is uh, Dahmer in high school. Jeremy Renner played him one time. Yes, yes. I remember seeing that before Jeremy Renner was. I mean, it was before the Hurt Locker or anything. It's not very good. He's no, good in it. Was it was weird. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, but it was, I think, the same people who did the one about Meatballs. John Wayne Gacy, and there were a few of them. There's a John Wayne Gacy uh, documentary on Peacock yep. that I have to tell you. Have you watched it? No, but uh, we ended up watching John Wick on Peacock yesterday. Yeah, and same the, thing. The, no, well, the commercial for the Gacy oh, thing okay. came up on. I was like, oh, okay. I have to watch that one. Uh, so Ryan Murphy is putting this together, and rather than seeing the monstrosities through Dahmer's eyes, which we've seen before in some films, uh, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, will explore the evil through the perspective of his many victims to highlight exactly how egregious the police failure was in their investigation and pursuit of the criminal. The amazing thing with Dahmer is that the good bulk of the hor- horrible stuff he was doing was in an apartment building. Like, like he wasn't like it was, oh, that that house at the end of that long driveway. Mm-hmm. He would get, he, you know, there yeah. were thin walls between him and his neighbors, and they all started to report a horrible stench. Yeah. And uh, Debbie Harry escaped from him, right? Isn't that the story? No, no it was Ted it, Bundy. Oh, Ted, Ted, Bundy. Ted okay. Bundy, yeah. My bad. Uh, in Monster, he'll be joined by Richard Jenkins and Penelope Ann Miller, and the veteran actors will play Dahmer's parents. In no this Bono? Particular. Yeah. No Bono in this particular one. Did Dahmer just kill men? Yes. Yes. Okay. And his 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 goal pick was to turn them into sex zombies, basically to lo- sort of his own version of lobotomizing them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kept them drugged, and then he, yeah. you know, he'd, he'd like tap into their brain and stuff. With a really drill. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was wondering about this. Adina Menzel. Uh, she and James Marsden have signed on to film Disenchanted, the long-awaited sequel. To Disney's Enchanted. I loved Enchanted. I did, too. Yeah. It was a really good movie. Uh, joining previously announced returning stars Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey. Uh, the movie will stream on Disney+. Plus. Now, here's the deal. Justice may finally be served. Menzel, which I always wondered about this, one of the great musical theater vocalists in history, played a major supporting role in that 2000 hit, 2007 hit film. But while Enchanted is a movie musical with an Oscar-nominated score by Disney and Broadway legends Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz, Menzel's singing voice is not included in the movie or the album. Well, that's a crock of crap. She doesn't have any, and she is like the Broadway singer. So um, it was actually Amy Adams, uh, who's actually her musical theater background was was in just local dinner theater. She sang James Marsden, who does have a stage musical background, or it says does not, actually. Well, he's he's been in several musicals. Why are they Uh, lying to us? he sang, and Patrick Dempsey sings a few bards as well. But Menzel, the star of multiple blockbuster Broadway musical, does not sing in Enchanted. Uh, she had, when she was asked uh, in an interview back when the movie premiered, she said, "You got to take that up with somebody else." Uh, Mencken and Schwartz had written a song for her, uh, but it was cut from the final movie for various reasons. Uh, the song was originally going to be a duet between Menzel's character and Marsden's because they end up together yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah. So we will have to wait until the sequel. To All right. Okay. Together. But uh, yeah, I'm on board for that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is taking on his first role as a superhero. The actor has been cast as Dr. Fate in DC and New Line's Black Adam alongside Dwayne Johnson, who is going to be playing the titular role. Uh, Dr. Fate, also known as Kent Nelson, 
is a founding member of the Justice Society who gained superpowers through putting on the magical helmet of fate. Uh, the casting of Bronson completes the lineup for the Justice Society of America. There's a lot of stuff on the DC side that gets very almost like Arthurian and Greek legendy. Uh, and uh, he actually, so he's uh, he's played a he, didn't he play a Minotaur in um, the Percy Percy Jackson Percy Jackson, Jackson series? I don't know. Pierce Brosnan. Okay, so he completes the lineup of the Justice Society of America with Aldous Hodge playing Hawkman. Uh, Noah Centino as Adam Smasher and Quint- Quintessa Swindell taking on Cyclone. Cool. Uh, the characters, uh, the character of Black Adam first appeared in DC Comics in the 1940s as a power-corrupt villain, but slowly became an anti-hero by the 2000s, known for his disregard of rules and conventions. Yeah, there's a picture up here in the studio, Preston. He was a, uh, a minotaur. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Uh, well, okay. I didn't... That's a centaur. A centaur, I mean. Yeah. The... I don't know what a mentor is. It's, it's, it's bull. It's a bull. Mentor oh. is half man, half bull, and okay. he lives in a maze on but, Crete, I believe. But yeah. he's like the top half is the bull, right? Yes. No, yeah. it's split down the middle, Nick, uh, vertically. <laughs> half and half. Yeah. <laughs> That's confusing. <laughs> there is so much comic book lore that I am just... Un- I, I always thought I knew my stuff, but like... Some of those things that you were just saying, like I, I have uh, never heard very, of that. It's very deep, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not familiar with this. <clears throat> They're trying uh, to mine all group. of that. I know Hawkman. That's the only one that I recognize from uh, all of those uh, names that were brought up. Uh, Disney is officially bringing back its long dormant National Treasure franchise with a new TV series for Disney Plus. I, I enjoy those movies. Yeah, I fun. really enjoy. They're them. check your brain at the yeah. door. Uh, you know, adventure yeah. uh, movies. Yeah. Uh, Deadline reports the series has been given a 10 episode green light and will reimagine the treasure hunting franchise with a younger, more diverse cast. Uh, the new series will reportedly feature a new main character, Jess Morales, a 20 year old uh, dreamer who, in National Treasure tradition, uh, uncover her mysterious family history and recover lost treasure. And the show, said to be directed by Miranair, is also said to look uh, to examine issues of identity, community, historical authorship, and patriotism. Uh, the original film, of course, which had Nicolas Cage, uh, took a decidedly uh, apolitical stance to American history using symbols like the Declaration of Independence as Americana-themed clues to the Indiana Jones-esque <laughs> treasure hunt. <laughs> Which is what that was. <laughs> yes. What? No, they, they, I, somebody at this Disney wrote wrote a lot of that. So, yeah, it's, it's an elaborate explanation. Yeah, it's, I, I loved them. I love the simplicity of them. And you're right. Check Your Brain at the Door is a perfect explanation of why you will love the National Treasure movies. Uh, re- reboot that's uh, willing to be to more critically examine America's place in history could be an interesting new spin on the franchise, depending on how it's handled. And it's um, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer is... Uh, on board as well, and he produced the two original films. Yes, he so did. He will be a part of that as well. Uh, John Waters has joined the cast of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season four at Amazon. Uh, Waters will appear in a guest starring role in the fourth season of the critically acclaimed series with the exact nature of the character he is playing being kept under wraps. Uh, season four is currently in production in New York. Are you watching it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it. And, and in fact, it's it's been off for a while now. Yeah, taken yeah. A, she's a done like stretch. nine movies since then. Yeah. Uh, so Waters is best known for his work behind the camera. Obviously, did you know Hairspray, Crybaby, Pink Flamingos, Cecil B. Demented. We had him in the studio. He was great. Yeah, he was great. Uh, he's also appeared in small roles in a number of his own films, as well as others like Seed of Chucky and Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Road Chip. <laughs> uh, and he's done a bunch of TV shows as well. So he'll have a role, but I don't know what it's going to be. 
exactly in that show. <laughs> you laugh when you look at him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Netflix's exploration of space continues after the Cloverfield Paradox, Away, and the Midnight Sky. I didn't like the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, it was only okay. Yeah. Uh, and Away was the one with... Um, uh, is that Hillary Swank? Hillary Swank. Swank. I think that was yeah. it, Casey. Yeah. And I, I bailed. Sorry. In fact, they, 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 they pulled the plug on the show anyway. The Night Sky, is that the uh, George Clooney. Clooney one? I watched that one. I did too. I enjoyed it. Okay. But I, the only problem I have is uh, there's, a, there's a point in the movie, because he's not in space, but there's a point in the movie where, I mean, he's in the Arctic, and he ends up in water, okay? And he's free. How, you're dead. You were dead. How does anybody survive that when you get like super duper wet in the Arctic? I'm sorry, but you're dead. There's no way you survive that. Okay. And I and I have a problem with that. So he got wet and you didn't like it. I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, so the movie. So uh, they're coming up with a, a thriller called Stowaway. All right. Uh, it stars Anna Kendrick, Tony Collette, Daniel Day Kim. And uh, Shamir Anderson. Uh, the movie comes from writer-director Joe Pena, who proved his thriller bona fides with his Mads Mikkelsen starring wilderness movie Arctic. So Which I really, one. really enjoyed. Uh, Stowaway stars the four-person ensemble as astronauts aboard a spaceship to Mars. The one problem is there's only enough oxygen on the ship for three Whoa. people. Uh-oh. Yeah. draws and see who dies. Uh, Kendrick's character is a medical researcher on the spaceship headed to Mars. Colette stars as the ship's commander, while Kim plays a biologist. Uh, Anderson, best known for roles in Love Jacked and Winona Earp, is the eponymous Stowaway. Stowaway is going to launch on April 26th, 22nd on Netflix. The problem is, Steve, not only were they uh, low on oxygen, they didn't have enough straws to do that either. They couldn't even draw straws. straws. What do you do? Uh, Rock, paper, scissors. I guess so. All right. um, Do we have... uh, Oh, movies are open. We have movies open. Yeah, let's do that first. Then we have the the clips coming up. Oh, hold on. Stop. I, I sent this over. I didn't know if you wanted to use this or not. There's another version let's go for of it. the universe. Yeah, yeah. It's not as good, but right. let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> By the way, that's a microwave that they're opening and closing. Yeah, I like the other one better, the original. <laughs> it was like nice. That. Yeah, it was a little departure. It was okay. All right, so movies opening this weekend. Uh, the first one we're going to mention is Nobody. It's a mystery, thriller, action, starring Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nielsen, and Michael Ironside. Uh, the plot, Emmy winner Bob Odenkirk uh, stars as Hutch Mansell, an underestimated and overlooked dad and husband, taking life's indignities on the chin and never pushing back. A Nobody. When two thieves break into a suburban home one night, Hutch declines to defend himself or his family, hoping to prevent serious violence. The aftermath of the incident strikes a match to Hutch's long-simmering rage, triggering dormant instincts and propelling him on a brutal path that will surface dark secrets and lethal skills. Running time is an hour and 32 minutes. Rated R, wide theater release and streaming. It's got an 82% score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed see it this week. You yeah, like the case? I enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't know who Michael Ironside played in it, but I'm surprised they didn't give a... And Christopher Lloyd's in it. Doc Brown's in it. And, and Michael Ironside great. played his daughter, Jane. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Looks, uh, I mean, Bob Odenkirk looks jacked in this movie. I had no idea he had that physical uh, ability in him. Yeah. Right? That's impressive. Uh, then you have uh, The Father. 
drama starring Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman, Matt Gat, Mark Gattis. Um, the plot is Anthony is eighty, mischievous, living defiantly alone and rejecting the careers, uh, no, the carers uh, that his daughter and encouragingly introduces yet help is also becoming a necessity for Anne. she can't make daily visits anymore and anthony's grip on reality is unraveling hour and 37 minutes long it's a rated pg-13 streaming in theaters 98 percent that's good on the rotten tomatoes they only missed two percent all right we're ready for clips here we go In the Irregulars, a group of misfits living in Victorian London investigate supernatural crimes for Dr. Watson and his associate, Sherlock Holmes. I want to see this. Here, star Thaddea Graham talks about adding modernized language to this period piece. It was lovely to have our modern dialect in there, but you also get the kind of the older the adults in the world speak a little more uh, refined, shall we say. And I think it's just so reflective of life. Um, there are so many different ways of speaking and, and none is right or wrong. Uh, and I think it's really lovely to see that on screen. You suck my <laughs> and shut the f- up. Huh? Wow. Uh, the Irregulars is now streaming on Netflix. All right, now we're going to another one. And this one is Bob Odenkirk, who we were just talking about. Spent two years training for his role in Nobody. But it wasn't with the traditional action movie workout. In this clip, the 58-year-old actor clears the air about keeping his dad bod. Everybody, when they ask me about the training, they talk about it like it was all weights and pumping muscles. It, It was none of that. None of that. We weren't trying to develop a superhero body for me. I, I, I look like a dad. I look like a regular guy. Yeah! Nobody premieres in theaters today, as we said earlier. It is from the uh, writer of, uh, one of the writers of John Wick. So it is. Okay. That's why we'd share a common lineage. And there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report this morning. All right, we're going to take a break because we got a lot to get to today, Friday morning, wrapping up the work week. Word of the week uh, prize. We will give that away. It's cash. Thank you very much. And we also have um, comedian Tony Woods, who's going to be joining us, amongst other things. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR, now available at radio.com, while supplies last. Hey, real quick, I want to do a shout-out. I got an email from a friend of ours who was our very, very first Preston and Steve calendar girl, Shannon Marie. Uh, got in touch with me. Said, "Hope you guys are doing well." I'm around the corner from you now. We're going to Bala Kinwood at the uh, at AFC as a membership director. She's awesome, which is wonderful. She's What's awesome. AFC, um, Aquatic Fitness Center. Yeah, ah, right down okay. the right down yeah. the way. Yeah, uh, and she me. said, "I even get to be in the presence of Mr. Bill Weston from time to time oh. as he works out there." <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, Careful, and... he'll start blaming you for stuff, Shannon. <laughs> uh, I'm right, right and ask a small favor. My brother has lived in York, PA since 1994, so he never got to experience your morning show when he did live in the Philly area. He learned uh, presidency via me working for you guys and uh, meeting Steve at my wedding. Uh, he started podcasting years ago, and he, uh, he now, ha- now has his friends, family, and garage that he works at listening and he knows uh, the show and the quotes better than I do. So I'm hoping to get a shout out uh, to Marty's Auto Service in York, PA. Uh, my brother, Rich, and his wife, Crystal, and my handsome nephews, 
Richie, and Johnny. Uh, so a shout out for those guys, and thank you very much. And she nice. writes, she signs it Shannon Grasso Bod Squad and Preston Steve Girl forever. Ever. <laughs> One of the originals, if not the original. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, yeah. the top. She's our God. very first calendar. She's Remember OB. the Bod Squad? Yeah, yeah. I do. Jeez. I do. Yep. All right. Thank you. Appreciate hey, it. Another quick shout out. It's a birthday shout out for a longtime friend of the show. Her name is Tara, or maybe it's Terry Egan. Uh, I never really know, but uh, she makes us cookies all the time. Her Did she son- make us cookies this time? Uh, no, but then it's her- don't do this. But it's her birthday. No, oh, that's uh, awesome! And her she son makes you cookies. She makes everybody cookies. She makes me specifically chocolate chipless cookies. But then chipless. Yeah, the chocolate chip cookies I give to you guys. But anywho, her birthday is tomorrow. Her son works down the hall, and she still listens to us exclusively. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she turns sixty tomorrow. And so I want to wish uh, Tara Terry a happy birthday and she's, congratulations to your Rangers. She's a huge Flyers fan. Big, yeah. big Flyers fan. <laughs> huge Phils fan. Wait, uh, also, we can reminisce about her because didn't we meet her on a mystery trip? We did. We did. And she yeah. was so fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh my she was God. the best. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> her and then who's the other lady? Uh, oh, the- Mar- 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 Mary? Marianne? Mar- she was like Mary a South Philly. Mary Rose. Mary Rose. Yeah. yeah. Mary Rose yes. Taft. Man, that was a good time. That yes, was, was a great time. Do that again. Yeah. Someday, someday. All right, but in the meantime, I got business, folks. I got to clean out the junk drawer. Can't let this stuff go stagnant. So let's dig in here and see what I can find for you. You guys have obviously seen that story about the container ship stuck sideways in the yeah. Suez Canal. Yeah. What an F up. They were still unsuccessful yesterday trying to get it out of there with canal authorities saying up to 706,000 cubic feet of sand may need to be removed oh from the waterway to free the ship. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like blocking yeah. the whole entire... Sideways. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, By it's the way, the whole roughly... 30% of the world's shipping container uh, activity goes through oh there. My God. It's stopping everything. It is vital wow. uh, to getting goods uh, around the world. So um, they, they uh, tied it up to a Subaru a Brat, and they had it on a boat hitch. <laughs> okay. And Smart. they thought that they could pull it out. They and couldn't? They could not move it. They could not budge oh. it. Uh, the it Ever Given me. container ship has been stuck since Tuesday, blocking the busy canal and preventing more than 160 container ships carrying cargo and fuel from going through. I haven't done a deep, deep dive on this, so I don't know how it happened. Was it human error or was it their mechanical <sighs> well, it failure? It had to be some or... sort of human error, but well, there it, was, it ran aground. There was a weather issue. Yeah. It oh. was severely windy. Uh, I think that there, it might have been foggy or, or dust clouds or something like that, but it was... There was there was something that happened okay. that helped make that uh, occur. So th- it, it was pretty bad conditions from Ugh. what I had read. Blow it up. Yep. So uh, some ships are deciding to go around the Cape of Good Hope, uh, the <laughs> southern tip of Africa, to avoid the canal uh, between oh continental God. Africa and the uh, Sinai Peninsula, adding 12 extra days of sailing time. According to the International Chamber of Shipping, experts are worried about the damage to the global supply chain, including the oil market, if the uh, ship isn't freed soon. Well, they should follow the rules uh, of Philadelphia drivers, which is to pull your ship up behind it and lean on the horn until it moves. Yeah, or drive down the (laughs) shoulder. They're Mm -hmm. saying that it should be freed this weekend. Okay. Should be. They've got a lot of work to do. So, uh, yeah, I was amazed by that number. 30% of the world's shipping container volume (laughs) transit... Through the 120-mile Suez Canal daily and about 12% total global trade of all goods goes through. I wonder what the percentage is for the Panama Canal. 
You'd have um, to assume it, it's pretty heavy duty as well, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, you both you, you got to travel some yeah. heavy distance if you don't take those. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. Uh, there is a new Peeps flavor, sort of. <laughs> uh, Peeps has partnered with Pepsi to create Marshmallow Cola, which comes in a three-pack of cute little 7.5-ounce cans. Peeps suck. Uh, these won't be available on grocery store shelves this year, though, but fans can enter to the sweepstakes to win some by hashtagging on their social media photos, hanging with my Peeps. So they found a way to make soda sweeter. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't like this in any way at all, ever, but I like the cans. Uh, yeah, I do too, Kathy. <laughs> they look cool. They are they cute. They look cute. Peeps are cute. They are they just cute. just taste terrible. Yeah. Right. Wonderful decorations, horrible to eat. Yeah. Uh, why don't they just give little containers full of radium out to you? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't hate Peeps. I really don't, but I do prefer them to be stale. Yeah. I don't like the fresh ones, so I would like to puncture the cellophane first. Right. Let it sit for a day so or two. So it's more erotic for you. So, yeah. yeah. I like it nice and hard in my mouth. Um, I have a question for you guys about soda, though. Marissa? I know. Save that. You don't have to. Uh, Preston and Steve and yes. Kathy and yes. Nick. Have you guys ever been to, like, a classic fountain uh, soda? Yes, like I fountain have. area where they have, like... You know, dozens of different flavors. I love them. Okay. I don't do any of them, but I love the I've not done that. I've only seen the Coca-Cola machines where you can mix all the different Yeah, so if you go to, like, Nifty 50s, on the back of the menu, they have, like, a hundred different flavors of soda that you can, uh, you know. But I never go super-duper crazy. I'll go, like, okay, maybe I'll go, like, a cherry vanilla or something But just knowing that that. it's there is somehow bizarrely comfortable. The the one thing that does work for me, I said, as far as a flavor combination goes, is uh, uh, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, you know, which to me is is um, that's that's a pleasant taste. I believe prunes are uh, a part of the flavor. No, are they? In uh, Dr. Pepper. I would not yeah. doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good healthy dump after that. Yeah, the well, in in fact, there was uh, we had an old at the first radio station I worked at. We had a really old Dr. Pepper clock. You know, it was like an advertising yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and I think it said uh, ten. What were the numbers that were highlighted? It was like ten two and and. Uh, and six or, or uh, eight or something like that. Would you were supposed to drink that at those intervals, drink oh. it at those times? Really? And you would stay regular. So, so is it like a medical? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Drink it wow. at these times, and you'll have wonderful bowel movement. And what time of day were you supposed to have the cigarette? Uh, that's in between. Doctors recommended yeah. throughout the yes. day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. First thing in the morning, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have here, Preston, a in the studio, a list of every single flavor that Nifty Fifty has to offer in their soda fountain. And when we were kids growing up and uh, sitting in the booth, this would be on the back of the menu, and we would try to get through as many of those in one breath as possible, like saying them out loud, all the flavors. How far down do you think you could go? Do you think you could... Get all 100 let's flavors see, let's in see one you breath. Do it. No, I can't do it. Oh, I, first of all, I'm terrible at reading. But um, uh, I, I don't want to do it. You don't want to. No. You don't want to. No, I don't want to. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to um, do that's this. A kid, it's a kid thing. I don't really want to do. But um, all right, you do me a favor. Podcast then. later. Keep, and then we'll post. All right, that. puff your cheeks up and spin around until you pass out. Just because I have other stories to get to. But yeah, let's all right, I thought this was Preston, junk jury. How much? He also does the thing where you sing happy birthday and then you hold the last note out. It's not annoying at all. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Uh, secondly, if everybody does it, like my family, uh, yeah. the the Foster clan, 
it's fun because it turns into a competition. So, you know. It would uh, be fun for your family. Yeah, let's see. And I, I, your family's wonderful. Uh, if, for yeah. me, no. No. No, I, I, well, I you don't like no. you don't like things. I I, I like other <laughs> things. <laughs> All right. what, what, there, there are things that you like, and I probably like other things. Yeah, there's things that you don't like, and then there's things that you like. And right. this is not one of those things. What that you is like. it with personal choice? <laughs> All right, so I, I'll do this to make Casey happy. No, 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 no. Wait, what's in the drawer? No, no, no. It, 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 it's this is what we have to do now. Nifty oh, cola, nifty cherry God. bomb, cola, nifty cherry, vanilla cola, nifty vanilla cola, almond cheesecake, apple cheesecake, banana, birch beer, black and white, black cherry, black raspberry, blue dew, blue raspberry, bubble gum, blue raspberry, cher- cheesecake, blue raspberry, bubble gum, cherry, bubble gum, cherry, cheesecake, cherry, coconut, cherry, dew, cherry, Dr. Pepper, cherry, ginger ale, cherry, that's all I can do. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, great. Steve, now you go. No. Okay. Uh, so the new flavor, by the way, of Pepsi. No, I'm not done with this. Oh. Uh, the cans come in pink, blue, and yellow, although there's no difference in flavor. Uh, the, the story that I read said the, the person who wrote the story got a taste of it. They said that it does confirm it does taste like marshmallows. Yeah. With a flavor that's vaguely reminiscent of Lucky Charms. Okay. Yeah. And it comes, like, literally, I'm looking at the pack, and I, I like the look of it. Like, it comes in what looks like a little peep container. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Peep, um, sorry, peep cardboard. And As then, a decoration, it might be nice. Yeah, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. I right. could put it out for Easter. Somebody then, texted in and said, why aren't they called peepsies? Peepsies. Yeah. That, that makes, makes perfect, perfect sense. sense. Yeah. I agree. Thanks uh, on you. Yeah. I, I thought it said peepsie for a second, but my uh, vision is terrible, so never mind. No, it's just peeps. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we can dig through the door. Okay. Preston. How yes. many birthday candles do you think you can eat? So the U.S. <laughs> Library of Congress admitted just 20, admits just 25 recordings to its uh, recording registry every year. Uh, those works, which are deemed to have historical and cultural significance, are then preserved for posterity. Uh, this year's inductees have just been announced with Janet Jackson, Winston Churchill, and the Muppets on the list. Did they ever work together? Uh, no, I don't think so. So Nas is... Uh, Nas's iconic debut, uh, Illmatic, was also added to the registry, as was uh, LaBelle's Lady Marmalade ah. and Louis Armstrong's 1938 recording of When the Saints Go Marching In. Uh, Churchill is included for his speech at the White House on Christmas Eve 1941, less than three weeks after the attack on Pearl wow. Harbor dragged America into the Second World War. Okay, is this the same thing that NPR had their um, This American Life podcast That added was to also it? added to it. Okay. That's the first podcast that's ever been added to the uh, n- the U.S. Library of I Congress. Didn't re- I didn't realize that, uh, that uh, uh, Churchill made a speech um, three weeks after the attack on Pearl Harbor in D.C. It was broadcast around the world. The speech was a plea to put the horrors of the war in- on pause uh, during Christmas. That is correct, yeah. Yeah, tough he was, he was to at, follow. He was at the White House, yeah. He opened uh, with a joke. Janet Jackson's uh, 1989 album, Rhythm Nation 1814, is one of the newest recordings to be added to the registry this year. Library of Congress uh, recognized how the pop star had rejected pressure to repeat the commercial success of her previous record, Control, and instead made a record that grappled with racism, homelessness, gun crime, and social injustice. Kermit the Frog enters the registry thanks to the Rainbow Connection, Ah. the 1979 single that has become the Muppets' unofficial theme song. Uh, Composer Paul Williams has called the ballad a tribute to the spirit of Muppets creator Jim Henson. And one of the most curious and significant artifacts to be added to the registry this year is a voice recording made on tinfoil in 1878. 
thought to be the oldest playable recording of an American voice. We have it. Okay. One second. Let me cue it up here, and it is. Uh, Amazing. With the sound of of brass instruments, followed by recitations of Mary Had a Little Lame. Lamb? (laughs) Not lame. (laughs) I'd like that, too. And Old Mother Hubbard. So, uh, do we have any ideas to what the audio quality is like? No. Because uh, they, they did obviously record on other mediums. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize tinfoil was one of them. The nursery rhymes are interpreted, uh, are, sorry, they're interrupted intermittently with uh, laughter as the narrator forgets the words. Uh, and you can hear the man. <laughs> you can hear the man uh, saying, look at me, I don't know the song. I'm so stupid. He's thought to be Thomas Mason, a journalist in Missouri. Uh, Mason was among the first people to buy one of the Thomas Edison phonograph machines, uh, which, of course, he invented in 1877, but died of sunstroke three weeks after making his historic recording. He died of sunstroke? I didn't know that. That's pretty weird. Are they saying Tom Edison died of sunstroke? No. Or, no this... or this dude? This dude. I guess it was this dude. This dude. Uh, the, the foil survived, <laughs> but it, it was thought to be unplayable for years until scientists managed to extract the sound digitally in 2013. That's very cool. Wow. Did you guys know that I interned in Congress for a hot minute in the late 90s? No. no. So uh, one of my responsibilities as an intern, and I, did, I wouldn't last there very long, but I had to take uh, official records from this congressperson. She was a, um, a Republican congresswoman from Texas, uh, Kay Granger, and I would take her records, daily records, to the Library of Congress. Very they, cool. They, they had to get filed, yeah. And so it just, literally I put them in a cart, wheeled them down, and it was almost like the scene at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You go walk through this door, and right. it's just massive room, but it's in like the basement underneath the U.S. Capitol. It was it was pretty impressive. I mean, it, you know, it was an intern's duty to just take the stuff down. But Did was, you ever see the Ark of the Covenant while you done it? No, no, but you know what? I didn't get very much access. I was only an intern, right. so yeah. Uh, uh, it, it is amazing when you think is. of all the stuff that is, that is held I mean, there. It's centuries worth yeah, of stuff. Right. As Casey mentioned, the most recent recording added to the registry is a 2008 episode of the U.S. radio show This American Life, which tells the story of a uh, subprime mortgage crisis uh, that led to the global financial crisis of 2007-2008. Uh, it's the first podcast to be a part of uh, okay. the collection. So maybe I just was misreading because I was reading it as the first podcast. I'm like, we were, we've were we been podcasting longer than no. since 2008. Yeah, I the, you think they're going to stick us in there? It was the first one that they've uh, that they've added. Monkey pig ass episode ends up in the uh, Steve. If we were the first one. podcast ever, then yeah, yeah. But, but we're not. But we're not. I didn't know that about uh, yeah about Winston Churchill, and they've added that. And you say he opened with a joke. Was he doing like knock knock jokes or something? <laughs> or knock knock. Yeah, you mother's a whore. <laughs> We're at war, Winston. Yeah, that's uh, it's just trying to distract us. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was to, to soften things Read up. Read the a room. Bit, so, me, did you hear about your mother? <laughs> She's a whore. <laughs> anyway, that's not really a joke, but you know, I maybe mean, it's funny to him. Yeah. So, mean. You know, we don't say schedule in England. We say your mother's a whore. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So that's now in the <laughs> Library of Congress. He's like doing a Yakko Smirnoff thing. In America, you have trunks in your cars. In England, we have your mother's a whore. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's Thanks got the distraction for the Jack Brewer. Um, we have uh, the the a clip of that uh, that tinfoil recording. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. 
so that's that. It said it, it opened with a brass instrument. Uh, you can so make that out. That's uh, you can barely hear. That. What? Reynolds rap, right? That Reynolds, is, oh, yeah. It's a commercial. It's a commercial. <laughs> for tinfoil. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Quality is not good. Can we hear that one more time? Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> you can barely hear it because obviously the sounds degraded yeah, yeah, over the years. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but so there's I, value there. I heard knock knock clearly. Yeah. It's something about someone's mother being. Knock knock. Who's there? Your mother is a whore. <laughs> Your mother is a whore who? <laughs> She's a whore. <laughs> I slept with her many times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't understand the science behind recording something on tinfoil, though. Like, it's... Well, it's the same. It would be, I guess, same similar to like with a uh, with a uh, yeah with wax. The, yeah. The, the the ridges, the 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 the, the um yeah. yeah the, the, the stylus uh, picks up on the yeah. The, they used to do it on a cylinder that was made of metal. The gramophone was that way. Yeah, yeah. And I and I've told you guys this before. I found uh, when my grandfather passed away, and we were going through his belongings, and I found this device. I didn't know what the hell it was. It was recordable wire. Right. And they actually used to record on, essentially it was a metal, it was a, it would be on a spool, it was a metal wire. Where's your grandfather from? Uh, Kentucky. Okay. What was he recording? Jokes? I, I don't know, but I still have it. Uh, I think I still have it, and I still have the wires uh, that apparently stuff was recording on, and I looked it up. I can get those I can get them transferred you over. Can. They, you... they, they, uh, they have it, but it was literally a wire that went through a playhead. That's cool. And it's like magnetic tape. You know, it's a similar thing, but it, they just used a different uh, product to put through there. Years ago, I was reading around in my uh, mother's drawer in her bedroom, and there there was a, a cylindrical device that she said was a recording thing. <laughs> and and I, I brought, I would sing into it all the time, and when I'd play it back, it was just like a low hum. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it out. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and I would go, I, like, I remember going to the, uh, I went to school and it was show and tell. And, uh, yeah? Yeah. I brought this in. Yeah, it's my recording device my mother has. <laughs> right, right. It records fast yeah. and slow. Yeah. It smells like ham. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, ham. Come on, man. <laughs> Ham. Right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Great. Honey baked. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see what else we have <laughs> oh. in the junk drawer this morning to share. Where can we go now? The state of Pennsylvania is now classifying select robots uh, as humans, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, at least. No, 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 it's not All that. Right. But it, concerning traffic laws. Oh, All so, right. Okay, so car and driver reports that the Keystone State technically defines delivery robots as pedestrians under a newly implemented measure. The law, which went into effect earlier this year, stipulates that autonomous delivery robots 
can maneuver on sidewalks, pathways, and roadways in Pennsylvania. They can carry up to 550 pounds of cargo at speeds of up to 25 miles per hour on roadways, but must cap their speed at 12 miles per hour in human, presumably pedestrian areas. Okay, so what type we're talking about? For example, Amazon has a whole bunch of uh, delivery uh, vehicles and robotic stuff in the works. Like, what about drones? Things of that nature. Are they listed as humans as well? Mm, I, I don't know about right. that. So they, as lawmakers worldwide grapple with how to regulate new autonomous driving and flying technologies, Pennsylvania reportedly became the 12th state in the U.S. to grant delivery robots access to both roads and pedestrian paths. Well, that's that, so that's what it's about. Is it, we need to facilitate this. These things are useless if they can't gain access to the roads. Right? Yeah. And sidewalks. And, and, and sidewalks yeah. as well. So that's why they've, uh, they've kind of... Um, Started to put laws in place. We are yeah. at the uh, in the Death Star with you know the things rolling around, and that that's oh, yeah. that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, there's there's all kinds of crazy technological things you saw where SpaceX they put up like sixty more satellites. Six, did you see them just dispersing them in space? Famous? Yes, this that kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> I don't know about you. Why are they doing that? What's that? I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you know, it's. They're looking down on us. It looks like Skynet. It does. And why know? are they allowed to do that? Why can't can any can anybody just? They would have to. They, I'm sure they 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 got know. their uh, their their work permit and all that stuff. Uh, but it, to that point, yeah, Skynet. And and by the way, circling Earth, Preston is a vast junk field. Yes. of satellites, dead satellites, and nerd stuff. And there there was talk you'd reported a while ago about NASA's plans. I think it was a a a. Um, uh, a number of countries had signed on to sort of try to remove some of that potential debris because it's only going to get worse and make what we're planning in space that much more dangerous. Yeah, I'm always I always think of the scene in Gravity. Yeah, when yeah. all that debris. Yep. is this, flying around. And the, the Elon Musk thing, I think they're they're putting up like like thousands. Yeah, thousands of these satellites and for this one network. It's literally going That's to make nuts. looking into space more difficult because there's going to be these objects in the way of us mm-hmm. being able to see beyond them. I just bought another telescope! Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyhow, going back to the robots, urban planners have warned that uh, deploying these uh, robots without a broad overhaul of streets and sidewalks mapped out uh, decades or even centuries ago would navigate would negate those benefits and compromise safety. So they've got to... <laughs> They got to watch out, and uh, you know there, there have to be some rules in place. So that's what they're working on. Uh, let's go back in. See what else we can find. I got I got a lot of good stuff. Uh, trying to save jobs as the pandemic pummels Vatican revenues. Pope Francis has ordered pay cuts for cardinals and other clerics, as well as nuns who work at the Holy See. Wait, Thanks for coming in today. We're going in a different direction. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, nuns... Here's a mail being to clear out the Uri locker. I didn't know. I, first of all, I didn't know priests and cardinals collect their paychecks, but I, I thought nuns, uh, they had a vow of poverty. And so I didn't think that they, I don't I know didn't how think they were allowed to have any possessions. I don't, know, I don't know how it works as far as you getting paid because you're doing work and listen, you have to live. You got to, you know. Right. Uh, and not everybody lives at the convent, right? So you got some freelance. You, you've got to you got to um, be able to make uh, make your payments. No, 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 no. Nuns live in convents, and priests live in. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, nuns. yeah. 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 So yeah. the, the I, oh, I, I, I thought you said they don't all live in convents. That's, I meant not all nuns live in convents, right? They no, live they, do. they no. do. No, no. They, yeah, they they all live in some sort of. 
nunnery. Yeah. <laughs> they, generally, to a nunnery. they generally live their entire lives in their convent. Retired okay. nuns may choose to stay uh, in their, it, like, in, in something else, in some sort of, like, retirement oh, life. Or Atlantis in the Caribbean. Or, I thought they lived at home. Atlantis? Wow. Whoa. Nassau. Yeah, that slide. They, go they love it. Yeah, that big one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're a nun, do you get um, free Phillies tickets? I heard one time that you what? do. Yeah. Oh, all right. That, or maybe a discount. I think so. I think any member. I any... like seeing nuns at baseball games. Yeah. And, yeah. and they go occasionally, and they usually show up in some version of like a Plymouth uh, K car. They say it's a hard habit to break. Oh! Yeah! Thank you! Yep. You know what meat priests eat? None. None. Come on. Teach and shop. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. I've never heard that So, all right, anyhow, uh, in a decree published <laughs> online Wednesday by the Vatican's official newspaper, Lo Osservatore Romano, ah. Francis said that uh, starting in April, uh, Cardinal's salaries will be reduced 10%. Cardinal, did you know that uh, Kathy Romano has a nipple piercing? (laughs) (laughs) Give me a nun. Superiors at Holy See's various departments who, with few exceptions, are clerics, uh, will be hit uh, by 8% cuts, while lower-ranking priests and nuns will see 3% vanish from their paychecks. You would have to imagine imagine there's some sort of, listen, some sort of spending cash, a stipend or something. But Case, I think I would agree that, like, uh, we always assume that a good portion of what they were uh, living on was was provided by the church, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, they do. Get a so this is um, like a per diem almost. They get a salary, uh, but basically anything that's not used or they don't need, they have to, they give back. They to give the it church. back. Okay, hmm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to Earl. <laughs> Earl, good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Same Woo! to you, buddy. What's up, man? Hey, so my mom's two sisters are nuns, and um, it's not true that they all live in a convent. Um, my aunt. My one aunt worked in the prison system forever, and then she opened up a halfway house for women prisoners as they got out to get them back into society. So uh-huh. she had a house, um, and still does actually, and uh, she's got to be 85. Wow. Um, but wow. So she, she worked always, in a prison? Several. Yeah. Wow. And she, she started smoking at 45. Oh, my God. Smoking so, wait, on? Earl started at 45. Wow. Okay. So, so, real quick, Earl, where does she live? She she owns a home and lives in a home. In Philadelphia, yeah. It's her home or it's the halfway house? No, it was the halfway house, so it was all contributions. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's still... She, she had, she had yeah. a car and everything. It still has a car, and um, she splits the car with... Three or four other nuns that are all, almost the same age as her. Yeah, did they see, do street I racing? She, I think even though maybe it was like her idea and she did this, that that really she's being placed there. Yeah, yeah. It falls under the umbrella. I think that's yeah. the case. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Well, she she had the she had the write up, basically what was called some, something like a grant every year. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. But she doesn't own a home. She doesn't pay like rent out of her own personal. You know, funds and pockets and stuff like that. So, and that's essentially what I mean by like. I think, maybe you're, I think you're right. Yeah, they don't maybe all live in convents, but they they do not. Oh my God. They that's do not rent their own case. apartments or she, anything no, like that. Got, that's why when you go on, she got a stipend every month for forty five dollars. That's Crazy why when you go on Nunzillo, it's different. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, Earl. <laughs> Appreciate right, it, man. Guys. Take care, buddy. Forty-five uh, bucks a month. Is number number of texts coming in saying that not all nuns take a vow of poverty. 
Okay. It depends on your Which order? Or order that you're in. And listen to this. This text says, my aunt is a nun, one of the worst people I know. Hypocrite. She's definitely going to hell. <laughs> wow. I have I have loved so many of, you know, the nuns that I've count, encountered throughout my life, but there have been some really demonic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's part of. Part of anything. I don't. I don't understand that. I, listen, I went all yeah. through Catholic school, and I and I know my fair share of really great nuns. My, Fantastic. My, my my best friend's uh, aunt is a nun, and she's awesome. Her friend is like they're yeah. just great, great people. But there are some like just nasty, and I don't want to say evil. There's nasty people out there, and I and I just go. Well, why are you even doing this? Like, it's, apparently, it's not doing anything yeah, for you your hate soul. It so much. Yeah. Yes. What, what in the list of job perks <laughs> yeah. appealed to you here? Yeah. Because this you're is not, not what you're paid. cut out for. You have no inner peace, man. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, they're cutting, cutting corners. Cutting corners. The Vatican, so they've got to do it. use robots. It'll just be temporarily. Amazon right. robot. One more. I, I, I should have gotten to this earlier, but this answers a question that Casey had a little while back. We were talking about chickens. Yes. And he asked why, um, you said, uh, why, uh, roosters. Why uh, we don't eat roosters. Why they don't eat roosters. Oh, they, okay, yeah, we don't eat roosters. So I have an answer to this. Okay. Because yes, I told you, when, when you buy, a, like, a fryer, when you buy a chicken whole, yeah. it always says hens on it. Yeah. Oh. And uh, and if you look, they're only a few weeks old. They fatten them up real quick. Wow. They're only, like, six or eight weeks old. They they, they slaughter them, and then they, then they go to market. And you're right. And we never eat. We always eat chicken breasts, never chicken chest. You know, I, I, yeah, true. Only their boobs. <laughs> we only eat chicken boobs. Yeah. Can I have some chicken chests, please? <laughs> chicken knockers, please. <laughs> Fried. Now, I, I, I know a guy who at one point worked in a business where he had connections to the meat industry. And so yeah. he had, he had been to slaughterhouses. He's seen the stuff uh, firsthand. Right. And he told me about this. And I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. But I didn't know to the level of this. So every year, I didn't know this, up to seven billion, with a B, billion, day-old male chicks are tossed into shredding machines. And my friend told me about this. He said so they'd see that they're just pulling them out. There's, yeah. you know, thousands of chicks, and they just chuck them into the sink. And it just, it's like, it's like garbage disposal. Whoa. I know. So here's the deal. And I was like, uh, the process is known as chick culling. Uh, the ritual is underpined by both biology and economics. Male, here's the deal. Okay. Male chicks don't lay eggs, and they fatten up too slowly to be sold as meat. Wow. And that's why you don't see. Now, I don't think that means you can't eat a rooster if it's, you know, grown or whatever, but it's not marketable. It doesn't make sense for them to do it. So yeah. that's yeah, why they do it. Now, there are all kinds of groups that are trying to end this and make this, you know, not be. There's got to be another way. So there's a strategy for the egg industry to eliminate unwanted hatchlings. Um, in recent years, local and international animal rights groups, particularly in France, Germany, and the U.S., have been ramping up pressure to governments uh, and the egg industry to commit to ending the practice, particularly given technological innovations that allow producers to identify the sex of a developing chick before it hatches. Yeah. And so the process is called in ovo sexing. Uh, and such technolo- technologies, versions of which are already deployed in some countries, uh, can obviate the need for live chick culling. So, all right, okay. So, I, I, if I they, get if they know what it is ahead yeah, yeah, of time, yeah. then maybe the the egg can be sold as an egg, yes. as opposed to oh, coming no. to, coming to term, and then it's a chick, and then you just kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. They can't. So that remember when I had the chicks, I learned that uh, once they're fertilized, they're not eggs that are sold at the store. 
So what do you do? Oh yeah, for, for house maybe, egging. Maybe they just maybe they so go egging. They get rid of the egg. Yeah. Instead like of letting did? the the animal come Suffer. to term. Yes. And, and then they kill uh, it. Yeah. Aborting like, the chickens. But I mean, if you're if, if you're opposed to feeding a living chicken into a wood chipper, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. But if they fed- listen, I I. I've, I I well, I found were... chicken sandwiches that that I adore now that no longer really contain chicken. It's the, you know it's the, the substitutes and stuff are really good. I would love to wean off this because I'm aware of of, of so much of this of the industry is that it's it's it, it just sticks in your mind when you, when you think about that. I mean it's horrible. It yeah, really but li- throwing living uh, chicks into yeah. right uh, not a good idea. But maybe like remember how d- delicate those eggs were. Like there was Timmy had one little crack on him and he didn't and he make died. it. So. That could easily be, you know, look. seems like it could be done before if they know what they're it, looking it, it, for. Get, Kathy. Get in your mind. That's why I stopped doing the skeet shooting with the turtles. <laughs> I see Kathy just in in the, the warehouse with a hammer. Just, you know, <laughs> boom, bang, boom, bang, boom. bang. Done. 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 I mean, can't they use it to at least maybe feed other animals rather than right. just kind of right. wasting Is it? Is that how we ended up with mad cow disease? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. they oh, do. Geez. Case, I don't know what they do with all those chicken scraps. Hey, uh, hey, chickens, how'd you like some scrambled eggs? Yeah. Uh, Look <laughs> No, but I'm... <laughs> oh, my God. See, this but is the stuff I can't yeah. You can feed them to pigs. They'll eat anything. No, I was thinking, you know, like Joe they were getting that all that leftover meat and stuff from like Walmart. that. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, from Walmart. Can you bring them to the zoos? And, and they also and... made pizzas with, <laughs> <laughs> with Walmart meat. I mean, God. too oh, old geez. to sell meat from Walmart, and yet they were getting it and putting it on as pizza <laughs> topping. Yeah, it's just it's it's a waste. Wow. And listen, some restaurants in the area, when they're done at the end of the day, they'll. You know, have their surplus of food. Instead of throwing it away, they'll give it to soup kitchens and stuff I, like that. I love that. I'm not saying give soup kitchens, you know, baby chickens. I'm saying, yeah. you know, give it to zoos and, and things like that. Find something. Oh, to, to yeah. give, like, to, to and the other lions I got the you. Yeah. By the way, this, uh, Nick pulled up this staff on Wikipedia. There are more chickens in the world than any other bird. So it's okay that we feel I never would have guessed that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Which, what the hell? They got too many of them yeah. anyway. You get a trash compactor for your home and your bird chipper. Oh they're so they're they're large birds, so that surprises me. You would think, you know, things like finches or starlings or you know, right. where you right. see like yeah. huge flocks of birds, they would be the most um voluminous on the planet, but no, apparently they're chickens. Okay. Uh anyway, I there's I thought that would answer your question. Yeah, I you appreciate so, that. All right, no problem. All right. Um yes. I yes. just wasn't sure if you wanted to go to line one. No, no, I okay. we, we got it. We got to go. Sam's it's almost go. uh, right. eight o'clock. We, we got to wrap. So we're wrapping up the junk drawer. A few stories that uh, needed to be thrown out uh, before we throw them out. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. I got some other great stories from the bizarre file that I will share with you. We're going to have comedian Tony Woods on the program today, and whatever we have in our stockpile left to give away, we are going to give away. Speaking of giveaways, oh. Jersey Mike. Yeah. yeah. Give away a wow, a $50 gift card that's Holy gonna go hell. a long way. Uh, caller number 10 at 215 263 WMMR. They're here to celebrate their 11th annual month of giving. Make a donation all month long at your local Jersey Mike's. You can learn more at jerseymikes.com/slash MOG, which stands for month of giving. Caller 10 will set you up, and we will be right back. Check out new.
new music from Greta Van Fleet and Dirty Honey. Plus, Pierre's video interview from Studio Z with Dexter and Noodles from The Offspring. Click contests for your shot at $500. Part of T-Mobile 5G Fridays. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile, are you with us? Uh, Steve's got a shout out. Yes, uh, Steph, to do. Yes, thanks, Preston. Steph Morris is a, uh, a big time listener of the show, and she's awesome. And her son is uh, Sean, and he just arrived home from the U.S. Air Force Tech School uh, the, yesterday, the day before. So she wanted to do a shout out. She said a shout, but we're giving him a shout out for his return. So here you go. And then you know what? I'll piggyback with one. I just got this this morning. It says, "Good morning, it. Can you please give a shout out to my sister Brittany and her husband uh, Stefan?" For their new baby, Bennett ah. Jones, who was born at 8.01 p.m. last night, weighing 7 pounds, 4 ounces. I know Stefan listens to your show, as do I, every day. I uh, don't know if he'll be listening today, because I'm pretty sure he's probably pretty drained. But I will sure be able to uh, have them listen to your podcast and attaches a picture of the cutest baby ever. They sent a picture over, which is really nice. So here's a shard out. And uh, congratulations, guys. It's great. Uh, you know what? And there's another shout out and congratulations to, uh, you guys know my buddy, Jeff, uh, his yes. sister, Julie. Uh, Julie Jerkoff? Julie, no, forgive me. Uh, no, Julie and, and uh, Daryl, uh, they just had their first baby last night. And her name is Helena Michelle Aww. Smiley. So congratulations, to Julie and Daryl. Very, very happy for them. Was that, Jeff really didn't care for most of the day, right? When she was in labor, was oh that Jeff? Oh, my God. See, so... <laughs> The the there was a family text that went out and it said, "Hey, you know, my water broke. I'm in the hospital. I'm in labor now." Jeff missed that text. Yeah. Okay, so the whole rest of the day goes on, and he's sending the family <laughs> pictures of his dog and this, and has no clue that his sister is in the hospital. You know, about to have a child, and so they just made fun of him for yeah. you know, and they probably will for the rest of his life because he had no clue. And he's like, "Oh, hey, look at Macy, and look at me. You know, Macy's eating her bone." And uh, yeah, so that's the same one. He didn't really care. That's funny. <laughs> All right, we got beat file stories to get to. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full-service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Of course, we've heard of cat burglars before, but a bizarre case reported in Michigan's Upper Peninsula gives a new literal meaning to that used term. A man awoke just after 4.14 a.m. on Wednesday to find another man pointing a gun at his head and demanding he give him two cats that lived there. Wow. Literally a cat burglar. Uh, The man who broke into the home without permission took one of the cats before leaving. Police believe the suspect knew the homeowner prior to the home invasion. It was located by police a short time later. The gun was seized during the arrest, and he was booked into the county jail on charges of home invasion and felonious assault. I would have fought the guy to the death. Uh, The incident is still under investigation, and the suspect and victim have not been identified. So I I don't know why. I don't know. The guy would want to go in and steal a cat. We only have nine cats. You're not getting any of them. Relatives of a grandmother killed when she was hit by a woman, police say, was street racing are livid after the suspect actually posted a Facebook video with harsh words for the victim. Yeah. What? Carmesia Flanagan, who is 22, is charged with murder in the Sunday morning death of 52-year-old Brandy Ballard. 
Flanagan was booked into the county jail Monday and released Tuesday after posting $175,000 bond. Following her release from jail, Flanagan posted a seven-minute video laced with expletives during which she said, that old-ass lady swerved into my lane. (laughs) Woman died. This is insane. Uh, The video was deleted from Facebook and was posted to YouTube and had nearly 10,000 views by Wednesday morning. A second video was also posted that lasted nearly 25 minutes and was much the same. Ballard's niece uh, said she was uh, so mad she cried watching the video. She said there's no remorse, there's no heart involved, and I want it stopped. Prosecutors on Wednesday morning filed to have Flanagan's bond revoked because of the video. That's horrible. And uh, the judge, Katrina Ross, uh, granted that request issuing a warrant for her arrest in order that she be held without bond. At the time of her arrest Monday, she was already awaiting trial for a first-degree domestic violence charge from uh, from earlier this year and a burglary charge from last year. In the domestic violence case, court records show Flanagan is accused of firing a gun into an occupied dwelling and wounding a woman in, a fo- in the foot. So she's a catch. Yeah. And, you know, she goes on to mention more things that she was arrested for. So hopefully I marched my own drum. Going to jail for a long time. Uh, two people were fatally stabbed Monday afternoon in an attack that was captured on Zoom. A uh, caller had reported a possible kidnapping. Authorities found a man's body in a driveway and a woman's body inside the home. The man had been stabbed multiple times. Both victims are in their 60s. During the investigation, detectives learned that the female victim was conducting a Zoom call with a colleague when the attack on the male occurred. The Zoom caller witnessed the attack on both the male and the female God. and called 911 to report the crime. So yeah. they were both attacked. Yep, and killed. Yeah. And they, they, there was a witness who was on the Zoom call. Man. Uh, as deputies investigated, they learned a vehicle was missing from the residence. At some point, a man drove up to the victim's missing car and said that he lived at the home. That man, Robert Cotton, was detained and booked on two counts of murder. It's unclear what Cotton's relationship was to the victims. Uh, it's assumed that people in nursing homes enjoy getting visitors, but it's not clear if they appreciated this particular one. Uh, the Wausau Police Department in Wisconsin says... Officers were dispatched to a nursing home on Sunday after witnesses reported a deer was wandering through the building after crashing through a window. They should have fed him pretzels. So one of the officers, Aaron Carlin, a former uh, college and Canadian professional football player, tackled the deer. Oh, man. And they were able to bring it outside. So he actually actually rushed this deer... Got it to the ground, and the deer was not seriously injured and was released back into the wild. A long dormant volcano in Iceland began erupting on Friday. Ah. And since then, many have traveled to the volcano in the uh, Reykjanes Peninsula near Iceland's capital of Reykjavik. And it was the area's first volcanic eruption in nearly 800 years. And on Tuesday... Iceland's civil protection officials were seen gesturing to dozens of people to move away from lava... That was just meters behind them to ensure visitors didn't get hurt. Now, get away! One of the visitors decided to try and cook bacon and eggs on the lava. Mm. But the pan that they were using melted while they were doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Officials, it, it gets pretty hot, that molten lava, Preston. Officials say that uh, they don't anticipate evacuations because the volcano is in a remote area. It's about a mile and a half from the nearest road, so it's a long walk. And you got to watch out with that stuff as it starts to you know, spew the, the lava and stuff like that. You don't know what's ready to happen. Yeah. And uh, there was that story a while ago about the people on their honeymoon. They took a boat ride over to watch a, a volcano that was in sort of a similar state, and then it erupted. Oh, right. And the immediate pyroclastic flow incinerated like three-quarters of the people who were on the trip. Oof. 
Then one last story. A Minnesota man is accused of stealing more than $1,200 worth of Girl Scout cookies. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I understand this crime. Joel Whitaker made his first court appearance on Monday. Police say they got a grocery store alarm call late Saturday night. When they arrived, they say they found Whitaker driving away with 23 cases of cookies stuffed in the back seat and trunk. Whitaker told officers he was dumpster diving and found the cookies (laughs) in an unlocked loading dock. Uh, Police say they also found two stolen license plate, bolt cutters, and used meth pipe and a small amount of heroin in his car. So that was in the dumpster, huh? Uh, Yep. (laughs) Whitaker now faces felony counts of burglary and theft, but he was released with a long list of conditions, including that he submit to random testing and searches. I had some of those, what are they called, trefoils? Is that what they call them? Yeah. Uh, with, with tea? Sensational little cookie. <laughs> I love them. They're simple. Yeah. They're yummy. Yeah. That's all you need. All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's give away another $50 gift card from our friends at Jersey Mike's who brought in a bunch of goodies this morning for us. And we'll take caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. You make sure to stop by uh, March 31st for Jersey Mike's Day of Giving when 100% of wow will be donated to Alex's Lemonade Stand. You can learn more at jerseymikes.com slash M-O-G. And by the way, that is going to be on March 31st. So if you'd like to do that, get on it. All right, so 16, call number 16, 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we will set you up. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us. We're going to have uh, Tony Woods, comedian, on in a little while as well. Stay back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I think we mentioned earlier this morning, uh, actress Jessica Walter had passed away. Yes. And, uh, George Siegel died uh, this week. So it was a, a couple of sad losses. And yeah. obviously, um, you know, funeral ceremonies are going to follow. And I, I came across uh, this article on BuzzFeed uh, the other day. And it's about people who have shared the worst things they've seen people do at funerals. Okay, so you know funerals obviously emotions are high, right? Um, and and th- but then you have some people who maybe don't want to be there, or other people who don't even realize the the um, the etiquette at a funeral. Sometimes I think we've all been in that position where you you don't know, uh, you know. I think you did you did you have something that happened recently with you, or somebody was telling 
You just say the wrong thing, like, oh, how you doing? Right. You know, well, like, that's, oh, good yeah. to see you. Yeah, yeah like, you do that. Yeah, how have you been? Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. Well, uh, better. besides this horrible explosion. Right. <laughs> Remember at my cousin's funeral, um, my aunt and uncle did the electric slide. That's yeah. right. Okay. So these stories <laughs> yeah. go along right, with right. stuff like yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I want to hear the uh, details of that. But let me give you a... One of these examples, uh, so, and feel free to share, gang, if you want to, 215-263-WMMR. Here's one that says, and this is through a Reddit post, um, <clears throat> at my grandmother-in-law's funeral, one of her daughters attempted to throw herself onto the coffin as they lowered it into the ground. Oh when she did it, she knocked herself out. Oh, why? Geez. That has happened more than you would think, people yeah. jumping on the coffin. Uh, what? Yeah, I like mean, it just gets, it, they get so overwhelmed. Yeah. And then it says, we called an ambulance, and as they were lifting the daughter onto the gurney, my grandmother-in-law's sister passed out, and here we go again. Uh, she said it was a memorable funeral, though. I'll give them that. For sure. Uh, here's one that says, I was an assistant funeral director, and my boss was introducing me to the officiating clergyman. Well, uh, when I held out my hand to shake his, he bent over as if he was going to kiss it, which was bad enough, but then he flipped it over, and I kid you not, this man licked my palm. <laughs> and he did it while maintaining eye contact, which made it a million times worse. What the hell? I would have punched him right in the face. Yeah, yeah. So this was the assistant funeral yeah. director and the officiating clergyman did this. Um, here's another one. I was at a funeral where the minister's phone rang in the middle of the service, and he answered it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, though. <laughs> we then watched him as he talked to his wife for a few minutes... No. And then he spent the next 15 minutes telling us what his wife was doing that day and why he thought he should answer the call. This is in the middle of the service uh-huh. for, the, right. for yeah. the deceased. Wow. That's when you can't read the room. That's why you do actually appreciate when you have, you go to f- uh, funeral places, funeral parlors, um, and, and people who do this professionally and know how to do it the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there are many who do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, one says, I was crying my eyes out at my grandfather's funeral. When a uh, childhood friend hit me on the back saying, I look super hot and black. Oh, Oh my God. Chicks get so horny at funerals. Mm -hmm. So that's what, uh, is that from uh, old school? school, Old school, yeah. 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 Um, No, Wedding Crashers. Wedding 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 Crashers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. I was Uh, wondering, I mean, listen, sometimes you're just trying to lighten the mood, you know, um, and it just goes a little sideways, you know, so maybe he was just trying to, like, (laughs) <laughs> Make the girl laugh or something? Uh, no. Listen, you don't. Maybe. People get confused, and they. And it's just. Uh, hopefully, in your life, you're not at many of these. But the president was like when we were at the funeral, and Casey showed up. Let me tell this story. Yeah, okay. It's one of my all-time <laughs> favorite moments. Period. I laughed so hard, and this was at a. This was at a um, at a wake. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we're there. Casey was a few minutes late. He pops in, and he tells us he had to. He goes, man, I had to crap so bad, I had, I had to pull over and... No, I almost crapped my pants that on the way it. there. Yeah. yeah, he said, I almost crapped my pants on the way here. And without missing a beat, in very <laughs> Steve Morrison fashion, Steve goes, well, we all mourn in our own ways. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing out loud. Yes. Could not stop laughing out loud. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> Harry, the deceased, his husband Steve was with us, and Steve found started it funny laughing. Too. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He oh, they were right there. Yeah, oh yeah. God. Steve was right there. I don't think Steve was there. I know well, he Fred was Hamilton nearby, was there, and I yeah. told him, and, yeah. and he he enjoyed it. 
Yes. That's yes. the also and yes. Harry would have enjoyed Harry it. Harry would have yeah, loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting a few texts and, and my uncle did this at my grandmother's funeral and my mom had to tell him to stop, which was take pictures. <clears throat> he, he my, my uncle busted out a camera and what? and we were at the at lowering her into the ground no. in, in Wisconsin and, and he wanted listen, he was a little off, but yeah. it was just like David, no, put the camera away. But and I guess maybe he felt like he wanted to record it for but I don't know. I don't know. You know, I feel like that is the one place you cannot take pictures anywhere yeah. ever. Let me ask you. They're in a hospital you, unless you, it's a baby. Let me ask you if you've seen this, Kathy, and, and the the uh, appropriateness of this. So a lot of times somebody will be memorialized with a, a whole bunch of pictures, displays, mon- right, montages right. and collages and things of that nature. And I've seen people with their phones taking pictures of those. Of is that. that okay? I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, okay. I guess yeah, you yeah. want to have yeah. the... The pic, but I, you know what though? It, although I think it's okay, I would never do it. Okay, I wouldn't take my phone out to take a picture yeah. anywhere where there's a dead person. <laughs> right. That that wouldn't bother me. I think that uh, that it's it's a loving tribute, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's one you wouldn't want to forget. Maybe so. Right. I'm okay with that. Now you guys are going to hate me, but I actually filmed my grandfather in his casket. Why? I was asked to do it, and oh, I really? did it. So. Were you moving his lower <laughs> lip? <and> go, yeah. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Who wanted it? I don't remember. I don't know if it was my grandmother or or who hey, or my you mom. Want that? Well, here's the deal. I don't think anybody ever watched it or yeah. anything like that. No, no. Did. But listen, again, it's your last mo- your last something, and you're like, do I do this or not? Once you're not going to exhume the body, and so somebody says, maybe, oh, could you just film it? They don't know. And again, this is not the kind of thing that you hopefully deal with on a constant basis. So that's why every one of us has had an awkward moment or been asked to do something or you don't know quite what to do or you don't know how to approach the bereaved or it, it just becomes something that we're not used to. Mm. And and you're, I live in mortal fear of effing up and not following the proper protocol when I oh, go yeah. to these things. I hate, I hate going to them. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know anybody who likes going no. to funerals, oh, but yeah. I mean, I avoid them yeah yeah, yeah now rochelle she'll go to a funeral at, at the drop, drop of a hat. hat yeah it's somebody who's pay her respects yeah to pay yeah. respects you know it was uh it was our uh babysitter's uh second cousin twice removed yeah. we need to go and show our support yeah and i'm like no we do not <laughs> i don't i just think about death and dying yeah. while i'm at funerals and i don't like to think about that i don't go up to the casket anymore i, I hate it you know what i just I ha- you have them bring it to you no no because you know what <laughs> I, I because then that Curbside. picture that picture stays in my mind. I know. Yep, it's for terrible. Like, not forever, but for long enough that I don't want. And especially, so I had a friend who who um, died of an overdose, and she obviously at the time was not herself. She was skinny. She was, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to look at that. I remember her as this beautiful woman, and that's how I want to remember I her. Think that's I think totally I, fine. I went through the line. I, I you know, spoke to the family, yeah. and then that was it. And I U-turned it, and I'm not going up to the casket. I'm going to come back to these stories here and, and take your calls, but yeah, some friends of mine, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the mother, uh, the grandmother passed away, and there was some a little bit of, of tension amongst the siblings of the, of the mother um, as to whether to have an open casket or not. And my friends were like, I don't want our children, her grandchildren, to just remember that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's keep it closed. And yeah, they you did. Know what? They did. They don't just remember that. I remember going to my grandfather's when I was, uh, God, I was in I was in grade school, and that's not what I remember uh, of him. So I don't remember but what I my mother looked that. like yeah. in, in the, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. You know, I always in think that case. Generally speaking, the older uh, deceased in the casket looks way better than a younger well, yeah. person in, you know. All right, here are a few I other. Mean, you can always use things like wax lips and stuff to make. <laughs> 
you know, a little more vitality. Here are a few other uh, things. Um, this one says, at my mother's funeral, my long-lost aunt asked me when my baby was due. I wasn't pregnant. Oh, my <laughs> you don't do that. Ever. Ever. No, not even at not. a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pregnant or just fat? Another one says, I was at my brother's funeral, and a girl walked up to the casket wearing a glittery halter top, a silver skirt that was slit all the way up her leg, <laughs> and clear acrylic stripper heels. Nice. As she passed by, she was asking people who was up for clubbing later on. Oh, my God. And Sounds like when, a family member of mine. <laughs> and when she noticed everyone was staring at her, she said... What the F is everyone's problem? You're supposed to dress up for a funeral. Duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Love it. She's probably just trying to get people over to the club. I'm going to go to Ed. Hi, Ed. You're on the air. Good morning. How you doing, friends? Good. What's up, buddy? Not much. So my grandmother's funeral, the mass was in Chesterbrook, and the cemetery was all the way in Upper Derby. So I was the second car in the procession that's like three miles per hour the whole, like, 20 miles. And I had to pee really, really bad. So I got to a point where I had to pull over onto the side of the road and pee on someone's front lawn. Oh, my God. God. And my entire family drove past me. <laughs> the procession is driving by, and you're peeing in somebody's front yard. Peeing on someone's front lawn, right on a big tree. It was you, Ed. So, you were the guy. The worst part of this was is that me and my cousin, who was also in the car with me, were pallbearers. And by the time I finished peeing, we lost the line of cars. Oh, no. Oh. So we got to the cemetery. Jesus, every dude. single person was standing around the hearse and knew exactly why we were late. Wow. So it was like some dude egoring it with the coffin at the, at the uh, you know, on his, on his back. Like, trying to, yeah, it, it was just. Absolutely, we're just like I could do nothing but laugh at that point. Oh man! Wow! Pretty much every single one of my family members did not find it funny. I can imagine. All right, thanks, Ed. Appreciate you sharing. Uh, Let me go next to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great, Sarah. All right, tell us your your weird funeral story. Yeah, this is really weird. So we were at a viewing for my mother-in-law, and her son. FaceTimed someone to show them how good she looked. That's not cool. I would have, if Um, you needed to do that, perhaps a discreet photograph would have gotten it done instead of, hey, look at that. So they're having an active conversation with the person while... Yeah, oh. while they're while they're viewing their mom. Oh, wow, she looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah, terrible. Really yeah, that's oh, that is uh that's bad uh bad etiquette. No, no question. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh we'll go next to Jill. Good morning, Jill. Hey, good morning it. Hey, good, good morning. morning it. What's up, Jill? Oh, this is the worst story. Um I went to a funeral for a friend of mine who unfortunately died in a car crash. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was gonna be an open casket. So when I went there with my family, there was a whole bunch of pictures and stuff, and I didn't see the casket at first. Yeah. And then when I kind of rounded the corner and saw it, I just kind of froze and started crying and started, like, backing up, trying to back up to not go. Yeah. And my family started pushing me. Oh. It's always helpful. Like, because, you know, you're supposed to go kneel and all this. Um, And unfortunately, it kind of made a scene. I didn't mean to make a scene. It was awful. Oh man, they were pushing you back. Listen, if somebody, if you can't do that. Yeah, if you're panicking, yeah. let it. You know, everyone, everyone deals I, their own way. Yeah. Mm. Casey no, craps his like, pants. No, he almost craps his pants. 
Wow. Yeah, All man, right, that's sad. Sorry, no. So here's a good rule if you're out of wake and someone starts freaking out. Let them leave. Let them go out. Don't you know? Don't try to uh, put a put a half Nelson on them to get them over to the way to the uh, coffin. It won't end well. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, a couple of more examples on here. Uh, at my grandmother's funeral, my eight year old niece, who'd been secretly watching The Walking Dead with her older brother, loudly asked my sister when my grandmother was going to turn into a zombie. Oh, whoa. <laughs> my sister was horrified. Another one says, "I saw my husband's younger cousin Charles." Uh, at the luncheon after my grandfather's funeral, he told us he started going by Chuck. Well, in, I'm a middle school teacher who sings the name game to learn games. So, of course, I went Chuck, Chuck, banana, nana. Oh, my God. Banana, <laughs> fana, fo, fo. And then I stopped and I realized what I was about to say. Right in front of my husband's giant Mormon family. I was so embarrassed I wanted to swallow into the ground. Anybody for coffee? <laughs> right? <laughs> Another one says, my dad's side of the family is white, but there are a lot of mixed and adopted children of other backgrounds in the younger generations. Well, the minister at my grandfather's funeral was making a comment about how we all looked like the United Nations in front of everyone. Wow. Uh, line three? Yeah. All right. Let me go to Christine. Hi, Christine. Good morning. Hi there. Good morning. What's up, Christine? So at my sister's funeral, um, at the time that my sister died, I had been planning my wedding. So at my sister's funeral, my uncle's fifth wife. Fifth wife. Jokingly said to me, hey, can I be in your wedding? And I think she was trying to make light of it. I was shocked, didn't know what to say. So I said, I think I'll have my uncle instead. He has more experience. She then called me the C word. Whoa. So you guys kept it classy. Yeah. 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 She was obviously a classy, classy wife. So oh I just God. turned around and walked away. Was, okay, uh, did, let me ask you, did the fifth take or has he now moved past the fifth? Um, no, it actually took. Oh, all right. Well, she seems elegant. Yeah. yeah. When's, the, when's the last time you've encountered her? <laughs> a couple years. My uncle said passed, so we lost communication. Okay, but, um, I got you. We did repair the relationship because I, I loved my uncle. And I didn't want to fight with his wife. Plus, she was she's kind of hardcore, so she'd win. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. That's a yeah. good yeah. whipping out yeah. the c word at a funeral. Uh-huh. You got to be able to back that up. Always keep an evolving chart of who can take who within a family. Uh, okay. Here's a pretty morbid one. I'm going to go to uh, Kim. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, it guys. Good morning, it. All right, Kim. What's your story? Okay, this is a tough one. Um, So we were at my great-aunt's funeral um, probably a few months ago, and she was 104 years old, great life. She was a teacher, and one of her former students was extremely distressed at the funeral. He was crying, and everyone was trying to console him, and he goes up to the casket, he grabs her hand, and then he fully leans into the casket and hugs her and lifts her up out of the (gasps) casket. Wow. Excuse me? My mom and I looked at each other, and we were like, oh, my God. And my dad just goes, we got to go. Yeah. Well, a lot of times what happens, too, in those cases, the the clothing is simply basically draped on with the back open. You know, like, it, it, like a lot of times. Yeah, it's uh, not, they're not yeah. fully dressed. Not fully There's dressed. There's a lot that goes on. Right. There is in preparation. And so you and... want to see your, your 104-year-old uh, dead teacher's ass. Yeah, like, well, and like a wig could fall off. Yeah. Or the head. The head might. Yeah, yeah. Pop. I don't know. That's pretty messed wow. up, Kim. Man, yeah. I, I, listen, I've I've seen people touch the deceased. And I've, like, I've kissed. I, I've, I've oh. Yeah, I've, I've done. Listen, it, it, it's, <sighs> it's. 
Yeah, I, I, it depends. Nice. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, it was a, a very little tongue, Preston. But it was <laughs> no, but yeah, I see, yeah but that, I mean, that I, freaks me out for whatever reason. To it lift, me out. to lift up. Yeah, no, don't do that. I mean, it's mm. stiff and yeah. yeah. Um. All right, let me go. Cold. Let me go to this one, Frank. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing today? Good. What's up, Frank? So about 15 years ago, uh, my grandma passed away, and uh, it was my mother's side of the family. Just a little background. They're all kind of little white trashy, all of them. Okay. But uh, I had just gotten off third shift, and uh, I went and picked up my mom. I had my wife. And so we were in the front row, of course, because it was my mom's mom. And yeah. my, when my, my aunt was there, which was my mother's half-sister, and one of her second cousins were there. And I know they didn't get along. They had words in the past, and... They were both up at the casket, I mean, right in front of us, right in front of my grandma, who's in the casket, and words were said, and all of a sudden, she just clocked him and gave him a black eye. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, to this day, we remember that like, every time I'm with my sister, we, we talk about it all the time. Wow. By the, end, by the time we left there, his eye was black. Oh, wow. Do you know what was said? Excuse me? Do you know, know what? You know, to this, no, to this day, I have no idea what was said, but... I know they had words. It was kind of a corner of my eye, and then I happened to look up, and all of a sudden I saw the punch. And yeah. a couple hours later, his eye was black. See, I've wow. been I, I've been wow. to a uh, Thanks, wedding Frank. reception that uh, a fight broke out. Yes, I don't know what's worse. Well, you know what? Yeah. Even at a wedding, so there, there's there's drinking and there's there's and I get right. that. So even right. that, you can understand if you can't pull it together and keep some sense of decorum and. S- you know, a uh, uh, reverence for that, uh, a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I've been to, um, you know, to, to, to post funeral celebrations that are a celebration of the person. Then right. they, they become up and then, then it's good. Right. But right at the moment when you're a coffin side, the viewing. Uh, try to keep it in. Here's one that says, when I was a kid at my uncle's funeral, one of my cousins next to me leaned in and said, watch Aunt Fanny. She's going to try to climb into the coffin. She does it at every funeral. Sure enough. She rushed down the aisle, tries to climb into the coffin. Is it to be close to the deceased? Like to hug Or is that just to make you the center attention? Because my thing is, you know how you break Aunt Fanny of that? Close the coffin on top of her and bury her for a few hours. Uh, People, she said, uh, or this person says, people were pulling at her to stop her. And it reminded me of the end of a James Brown concert where every time they thought he was done, he wasn't. (laughs) Wow. Man. Wow. Uh, we have a ton of calls. Some people have been on hold for a long time. Let me go to Gary. Hi, Gary. Good morning. Hello. Yeah, Gary, you're on the air, buddy. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Um, so, so my- <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? So, so uh, I was, my grandfather passed away, and um, we went to his funeral. I parked my car behind the funeral procession. So I ended up going in. I was sitting there with my, my grandfather up front, and my brother-in-law comes up to me and goes, he sits down beside me and goes, "Listen, I, I want you to be my second best man in my in my wedding." I'm like, second best man." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so, 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 uh, not first best man, second yeah. best man. But so anyhow, um, so I said, "Let's go another time." So um, I, was, I was leaving the funeral the funeral home, and I go where my car was, and it was parked in the back of the uh, funeral procession, and his car was in my place. I'm like, "What the <laughs> heck's going on?" You know. So, um, so anyhow. We get started. I find out that he asked the funeral uh, director to move my car out of the way. So in in the way to the funeral where we were burying him, I passed him in the funeral procession with uh, my car. 
and put it in place. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. So, All right. Yeah, it was Couple of interesting things. All right. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Thanks, All right. Uh, we got to wrap up in just a second, but hang on. Uh, let's go to Allison. I bet this has happened to a few people. Allison, good morning. Good morning. I love you guys. Oh, we love you, we love Allison. You. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Uh, so just like uh, you, Preston, my husband does not like to go to funerals, and our neighbor passed away. He was an older man. We've known him for 20 years, and he volunteered to stay home with the four kids. So I went by myself, and I asked him, well, where, you know, what funeral home? He said, it's the one on Main Street. I'm like, okay. So we live in a small town. I go down. I walk in. I sign my name in the book. Oh, man. <laughs> There are not many people there. He was an older gentleman. There are probably maybe about 20, 25 people. They're all sitting in the chairs. Looks like everyone sat down, but, you know, I was Catholic. You know, I go up. I sit down right in front of the, the uh, coffin. I look down. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to kill my husband after this. Well, you know, uh, with That's the deal, it's great. Oh, all I did was I just looked at the guy and said, Godspeed, good fella. I got up and I just walked right out. And I know they were probably, who is that woman? Yeah. She was a uh, mistress or something like that. Allison, that can happen within an actual, just within the funeral parlor with the, right. the with, with, with because yeah. they're, sometimes they're doing two or three yep. at once yep. and Most you can hang, go into the wrong room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right, thank you, Allison. Appreciate it, man. There are a thousand, there are thousands of stories of uh, things like that happening. Right, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing. By the way, this text came in. It says, thank you for this conversation. I'm on my way to my grandmother's funeral, and this is definitely lightening up the mood uh, for me. Don't do anything bit. dumb. Yes, yeah. yes. Just watch the dumb stuff happen right. unfold before your eyes. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. I have a copy uh, I have a chance, actually, a chance to admit to for a Fandango code to see nobody. The movie we were talking oh, about yeah. earlier with uh, uh, Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so caller number eight two one five two six three WMMR will set you up. But that sometimes the man, uh, the man you don't notice, is the most dangerous man of all. Universal Pictures presents the most exciting thriller of the year. Bob Odenkirk is nobody in theaters uh, today. So call right now. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Tony Woods, who will be at Punchline, is going to be joining us. Stay put. the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's artist is Brett Talley. Brett Talley, your Local Shots Artist of the Month. Check him out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks Philly. Our next guest is going to be appearing at Punchline uh, tonight. He was there last night. He had a show last night. He's got a gig uh, this evening at 7.15 to 9.30 and the same thing tomorrow night. Awesome. Had him in the studio before. Yeah. Via the phone, but he's in Philly. Please welcome Mr. Tony Woods. Yeah. Hey. Today. Good morning, Tony. Hey, what's happening? Good morning. How you doing, man? I'm okay. I'm cool. Nice. Hey, are you you an early riser? Or, I mean, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're a comic, so... <laughs> it's in late late nights for for anybody well, working in the comedy world, but yeah, but it kind of changed. You know, we do go to bed, or we went to bed like at uh, one. <laughs> 
But we were talking and stuff. Me and other comedians, uh, uh, Shevis and Rondell and James Alter, we were just like chopping it up. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's a different. I mean, it's a different clock you're on. So, so, and and that's part of the deal. I have to ask you though, throughout all of this, as as you know, places were closed for a while. Did you find yourself gravitating towards a regular sort of nine to five schedule, or did you purposely keep yourself staying up late so that you'd be ready when things started to return to normal? Well, it was crazy because I, it, it like took me back in time because I'm like, I got my Tuesday show, I got my Wednesday show, I watch television again. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow, it's Friday night, man. Woo, ten o'clock, go to bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's a whole other world, and it's funny because people will look at us and our schedule. You know, so I'm up at three forty. Uh, you know, and 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 the day is much different. And then when you start to live in someone else's time frame. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a whole other – the world just keeps going even when I'm at home doing nothing. Yeah. It was – okay, I missed that. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> he was up late. <laughs> well, let me ask you, is, no. it, is it good to be okay. back and, Is it good to be back and, and performing? Is it, I mean, how it, consistently – Yeah. It is good to be back. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's like I, I tell people it's – I'm back, but it's like, eh. You know, it's like the grocery store got the cereal, but it doesn't have a box. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of in a bag, you know what I'm saying? It's the same stuff, man, but eh, without the box. But it's all good. And and I'm sorry, when you were talking about that, I just kind of drifted for a second because I've been watching something called MeTV. Oh, dude. All right. Okay. Tony, you just hit my sweet spot. <laughs> MeTV. It's awesome. And we were talking about how those old shows have become incredibly popular again because people just want, like, junk food. So what's on me TV yeah. right now? Man, I love Green Acres. Green Acres! <laughs> oh, it's a great show. That was one of my favorite shows. That was, like, that was like farm. It was all farms and stuff, but the writers were on LSD or something. Yeah. Well, it was. he was in the Twilight Zone. Everybody was... <laughs> Stupid, but he was the only smart one. But everybody was stupid. But it was, is yeah. Anyway, it's like comedy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there was there was a bond. They were weird, but there was this bizarre bond that all the 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 people of the town yeah. had with each other and understood. Yes, of course, a pig talks. I mean, yes, of course. <laughs> And Lisa was a genius. Son. She was a yeah. She was crazy. Yeah, the wife was good. Yeah, it's I used the same thing. Ava Longoria does that on Modern Family, like you know, like you know, yeah. Yep, same deal. Good-looking woman with the accent. Yeah, same thing, man. Yeah. So, so what? Have, what have you been doing? So, besides that, I know a lot of you know. There's there've been a lot. There's been a lot of downtime. And again, now you're 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 working again. Did you spend a lot of time putting new material together, or did you take a break? I was working for Grubhub. <laughs> you were working no for kid. Grubhub. <laughs> Grubhub, man. Which is material right there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, are you serious? You were doing stuff for Grubhub? Yeah, I was. I was working for Grubhub. I mean, and it was a, I, I saw parts of Washington, D.C. area I'd never seen. I saw a guy who had a miniature llama in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was such I a thing. Down a miniature llama. Okay, listen. This this is at the height of pen at the height of it when everybody was with the gloves and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I and I and I go and I'm taking the food out and everything, and I see this dog and the dog kind of peeks at me and he kind of backs up. His look is like, where do you see this, right? And he just kind of back up and then boom, 
and I see it, and I and I, I don't want to believe what I see. And I say to the little girl, I'm like, is that your pony? <laughs> she goes, that's a miniature llama. He's from this country. And I'm like, I know what it is. I just don't want to believe it. <laughs> you know what? That that notion, and I see, like, I see people, I'll order from Caviar or Grubhub or whatever, and I'll see people pull up, and they, they're, like, in nice cars. And, and uh, it seems like if you want to pick up some extra loot, it seems like a really pretty decent thing to do. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy yeah. it because it was a way to it was a way to get out. Because you know they say you know you got to be in the house with the people. You know them people, yeah, the family. And you're like man, <laughs> how can I how can I figure out how to be essential? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was yeah. It was, hey. it, it, I, I got to ask what that was like, Tony. Now you're you're from the D.C. area, so so you know it. But you were saying you were going to areas you don't know. D.C. to me, say what you will about whatever studies that come out about traffic in other cities. D.C. is the most confusing driving yeah. city I've ever experienced in my life, and I've tried to do it a couple of times, and it's insane there. Did you did you have any trouble with that? Now I know there's less traffic out on the road while you were doing this because of you know pandemic and everything. But um, did you learn more about the the streets of D.C. I, I did. I did. And, you know, like what used to be an hour drive during the pandemic is you could get all the way across town, like five, ten minutes. And then I found like secret little hidden neighborhoods. And, like, well, I mean, yeah, all kind of stuff, man. Wow, it was it, it was um, it was so after you've been doing like been on the road as long as I've been on the road to just stop. That's how people you know, that's where yeah. the domestic violence comes from. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just, but I did, you know, I kind of weighed myself, man. Mm-hmm. And all the comedians say the same thing. So did you do any writing? I'm like, I didn't do no writing before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so you kept, you kept consistent. Yeah. yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, Tony, I wanted to let you know, because um, here in this area, I believe it was in Bucks County. Kathy, was it the assistant district attorney? I mean, this is a dude who held held an office. He had to step down because on the side he was delivering for DoorDash. So oh, he, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was in your news. Uh, he, 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 the, the difference is he was delivering on yeah. the clock. Yeah, Kat, yeah, Kathy, yeah. Kathy was off last Friday. Oh, I was, oh you, you did delivered? The, I, did, oh. I did the news on okay. that. Okay, yeah. uh, but anyway, yeah, he was uh, he was doing it on the clock, and he got in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he should have. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> no, I'm, just saying, why would, I'm like, why would he do? He just wanted. He was like me. He just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, make yeah. a few bucks while you're getting out of the house. Why not? Yeah. So, so right. And, and, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Well, I think you guys were gonna say. I, I did this uh, Tiffany Haddish on Netflix. Yeah. That the we ready, which was I was like, no, I was ready. Because well, we it, 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 it it was called we, Day Ready, and you've been ready forever. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, but it was like I said, it's a little rusty. But yeah, I pulled it out. Yeah, so still in a bag now, no box. Okay, so <laughs> do you? Let me ask you. You've been doing it for so long, and it's all part of the deal, and it's almost like muscle memory. But so as you, the first times you were taking the stage after the um, the the rest, did you did you did you get a little nervous, or was it was it not even an issue? I yeah, I was. Uh... I didn't get nervous until I was up there, and it wasn't happening as easy as it used to happen. I got yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, also wow. your, your material is designed, and this happens, and you see it happening on Saturday Night Live and things with reduced audiences. There are certain jokes you, as a longtime comedy writer and comedian, you know, you write to a certain 
size room with a certain amount of people in that room. And, and um, you know, like things you're going to things, you know, are going to hit with a percentage here and there. And when you reduce those numbers, I, I, you could even see it on SNL. It, it was throwing them off a little bit in the way the shows were timed. Right. It's like it's like you're telling jokes to your neighbor across the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be weird. His yard. He's cutting his grass. He's like, hey, did you see that? He's like, what? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. But well, listen. We're we're glad that you you everybody's getting back into the swing of things, and you you know you got several shows here in Philly. Was last night a good time? Yeah, last night was great. It Excellent. was it was great, and I like how they because it was already a big club in the first place. Right? It is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got and and some people kept their masks on. Some people had like oxygen tanks. It was cool. <laughs> All right, well, there's, there's two shows tonight and two tomorrow night, and uh, if people want to get tickets, you can certainly go to punchlinephilly.com. But uh, we're back. Glad you're back in town. Next time we'll see you here in the studio when things lighten up. All right, All right. Tony? Well, hey, what time are the shows tonight? I <laughs> 7.15 and 9.30. <laughs> you should go see them. The, lead, the, yeah, uh, the headliner's yeah, really solid. Great. Do you yeah. need a reminder call? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony. Thanks for coming on, man. All right, man. Thank Take you all. So all right. Tony Wood. Yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, a, he's a punchline. Dude. You can go to punchlinephilly.com. He's very cool. Hey, you know what I realized is that uh, we are backed up on inventory uh, as far as right. prizes to give away. And we need to move this stuff. We do. So you now know this- what? I wanted. I want us to do another game. How about that? All right. Oh, yeah. We've been game of Palooza. We've we've done more games this week than we've done in a while. But we've. It's fortunate because we've had a lot of stuff to give away, and it's actually been thin for a little while. But uh, let's do this. We're going to play name that song in eight bits. Oh, which we have name that song in eight bits. Two one five two six three WMR. What production? And we will. Uh, and we will play name that song in eight bits, and we'll play an eight bit version of a song that you should know. And we'll even identify it, and we have a whole stack of prizes to give away in conjunction with when that. When people have 8-bit described to them, I, I find the easiest way to do it is just think of old video game music. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the original Nintendo yep. eight uh, was 8-bit, I believe. So, um, yeah, when you hear songs that are in that format, might be a little bit hard to recognize exactly what it is. But if you give it a moment, you just kind of let that melody sink in then you hopefully will come up with the correct answer so 215-263-WMMR that's the number we get some callers on the line we got a variety of prizes to give away today we do uh, including uh, something new to uh, the list uh, we just talked to Tony Woods we do have tickets to see him oh to see his show yeah, his very nine, nice his 9.30 show tonight so uh, we also have uh, some movie passes to see Nobody with Bob Odenkirk we still have uh, Fatal we have that on DVD as well as a Blu-ray copy of Promising Young Woman and $50 Jersey Mike's gift cards. We Ooh. have just a couple of those left. And you know what? I'm going to thank the Radnor location of Jersey Mike's. They stopped by and they That's brought... That's the one I go to. Our classic Jersey Mike's favorites. It's Nick's Jersey Mike's. <laughs> and you can stop by today or any day this month to donate to their 11th annual month of giving. And you can also order on their app. Or oh my God! at JerseyMikes.com. Go get a sandwich and wander around Micro Center. Yeah. And... That's right. Keep in mind that uh, March 31st, they're giving uh, 100% of sales donated to Alex's lemonade stand. There's a HomeSense right across the way there, Kev. Oh, there is, yeah. 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 HomeSense is the home goods 
different kind of store? Yeah. Or, okay. Same exact thing plus other things. Plus other things. They have yeah. other things. They have, they have no, like, we don't need a lengthy description. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a lot of people are like, I don't know how to describe the difference. They have like chandeliers and like more uh, bigger and home, gum. bigger home products. They but they also gum. carry the same things as uh, home goods. Is it a larger facility? necessarily say that. Is it better than Home Goods? I wouldn't well, necessarily say that. Here's okay. the option that you have because you can go to Jersey Mike's, get yourself a sandwich, then swing by Micro Center, pick up uh, some Micro Center stuff. Right. Go to Home Goods, which is on the top, and then come down to the Home. What's the other one called? Sense. Home Sense. Sense. Yeah. yeah. And then you go the, to Home Goods, you find something, all there. and you're like, oh, I wish I had a second one. And then you go to Home yeah. Sense, and you're like, here it is. And right. by that time you have been there so Yay! long, then you just head home for the holidays. Yeah. Right. See, I probably I don't I don't mind, but I probably would do Jersey Mike's last, right? Yes. To kind of reward I myself. I would go walking around yeah. with my food in the. Yeah. All right. Says know. the man who reels off all the soda flavors at Nifty Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> he did pretty good. He got to the second. Talking row. about you. All right, let's go to the phones. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't get that far. <laughs> let's go to the phones and let's play the game. Uh, I'm going to get Eric on. Hey, Eric. Good morning. Good morning. All right, bud. We're going to play Name That Song in Eight Bits. Where's the jingle, by the way, Casey? Oh, Is it right a, here. Yep. Name that okay. song in. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play a tune for you. Name the song, win the prize. That easy. Ready, Eric? Got it. Here we go. Ooh. Oh. It's police don't stand so close. Damn, wow. dude! Real good. He was meant for this game. Hang on a second. I'm going to let this play while you give him his prize because that's pretty good. I couldn't have gotten it off of that little bit. Go ahead, Case. What does he, what does he oh, get? So he gets a $50 Jersey Mike's gift card. Congratulations on that, Eric. All right. I want to hear at least when the yeah. melody kicks in here. It should be right here. Do you notice, like, you remember, like, in, in like, 50s science fictions, and uh, they all projected that that would be the the way music would sound for for us. That's the way it would be. You'd you'd have one pill for dinner, and you'd listen to your 8-bit music. (laughs) By the way, I love that beginning. That's cool. That almost sounds just like the actual beginning of the song. Um, I think they use, like, moat pedals or something like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's go to somebody else. That's one prize. We're one for one. Uh, We'll go to Josh next. Hey, Josh, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Itemans. Oh. Itemans. Yeah. Oh, Itemans. Are you in CVS right now? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Itemans. Right. Well, while you're in CVS, you get to play. Name that song in 8 bits. All right, Josh, we have a new song for you. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Name it. This one is actually mislabeled on here, and Casey and I had to play Name That Song in 8-Bits. <laughs> oh, we yeah. do we know what it. song okay. it is. So, Josh, any idea? Oh, um... Oh, what's the name of the song? <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> What'd you say? There's no, wor- there's no, there's wor- no words on it. Wait, you got the group. You yeah. said Nirvana, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, dig a little deeper. <laughs> Thing sucks! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm blanking. All right. Oh. Now. Gotta let 
let you go. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is not the tempo of this 8-bit version a little more accelerated than the actual version? Um... <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a different one. It's it's two songs on there. What happened? It Name starts off with one yeah. and it, yeah. Name those two songs in eight bits. Tell us why this bits. contest really stinks. Go, no, we're going back to the beginning yeah, here. Yeah, the beginning. Right. You right. should fire whoever I no. Yeah, man. Stop it. Yeah, it's a little bit faster. Yeah, okay, just yeah. a smidge faster. Uh, let me go to Chuck. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Good, good. Good morning, it. Good morning, morning it. it. Chuck, do you need to hear that again? Yeah, because I know it's Nirvana, and I'm... All right, maybe this will ring the bell. Hang on a second. What is it, man? Come as you are. Not come as you are. Sorry about that. Incorrect. We'll go to another caller. It is Chris. Hello there, Chris. Number five. (laughs) (laughs) From our number jingle. Very good. Number five. Uh, Chris, you need to you need to hear that again. Is it in bloom? Yes. Yes. I think a lot of people don't know that title. That is correct. And here's what we have for you, Chris. You have the suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller Fatal starring Hilary Swank and Michael Ealy. It's available on DVD now from Lionsgate. All right. We'll try out another caller. And I believe we have a gentleman named Bob. Hello there, Bob. Hello there. Bob! All right, Bob, we are playing our game. Name that song (laughs) in 8 bits. And, Bob, we have a fresh one for you. You ready? I'm ready. Here it comes. All right, what's that, Bob? I'm sorry, is it Imagine? It is! Loses some of its power. Easy one. All right, Bob, we have for you a lovely prize. What is it, Casey? It is our final $50 Jersey Mike's gift card, and uh, I want to thank, again, our Radnor location. That's the location I think Nick goes to. Oh, yeah. Uh, they stopped by with our classic Jersey Mike's favorites. Uh, they included, because it's a Friday and Lent, tuna and veggie hoagies That's as well. awesome. So thank you. You can also, you can order on the app or online at jerseymikes.com. Kathy, just go. Oh, oh Lent's no. still going yeah. on. No, no, oh, I'm okay. doing good with my Lent. I, I always mess up the no meat on Fridays, though. Okay. Then uh, you're uh, going to help. <laughs> we're going to go next to Jake, I believe. Hey, Jake. I like Cardinals. Yeah, <laughs> classic. All right, Jake, we have a new song queued oh, up. Ready. You know what? I'm going to do this one. Okay. Uh, we have a new one ready to go. You set? I'm ready. Here we go.
Let's go and see if Jake knows. Jake? Uh, dancing with myself. That's so easy. Yeah. You got it! I can't not sing Dancing with Matumbo to that song. What? Really? I was at the Princeton in Avalon one year <laughs> standing next to, I forget who it was, but uh, it was a, a super tall basketball player. It was not Matumbo. Um, and we just started singing it to him. And <laughs> I can't not sing it. Um. Wow. My what? wife ran into him in the streets when she was in pharmaceutical sales. She was selling Lexapro. Hey, you're Mrs. Casey. <laughs> which is an antidepressant, but he was on uh, he was on Celebrex. And he was like, I take your drugs all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want me depressed. No, no, no. no I don't smoke it no more. Um, who is, who is uh, Billy Idol's guitarist who is a great... Steve gu- Stevens. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do we have for Jake? All right, for Jake, we have a Fandango Coat. To see nobody, sometimes the man you don't notice is the most dangerous man of all. Universal Pictures presents the most exciting thriller of the year. Bob Odenkirk is nobody. You're going to like him. All right, let's get our next caller on the line, and it's Mary Lou. Hey there, Mary Lou. How are you doing, Preston? Wonderful. How are you? Good, thank you. Excellent. All right, well, we're playing a game. Name that song in eight bits. Uh, yep, here we go. We have a fresh one. You ready? Yes, I am. All right, listen closely, Mary Lou. <laughs> oh, do you already know it? No. All right, no, keep listening. I heard you say something. Oh, yeah. We'll keep going. We gotta let the melody kick yeah. in. Give her a shot at this. Hopefully, we have the lyric part coming up here. Jesus. <laughs> Was this an opera? <laughs> I, I, this is. I can fast forward it if you want. Maybe it doesn't have the. Uh... <laughs> Hang on, maybe right here. Here we go. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't have the karaoke version. Yeah, it's the it's the eight bit karaoke version of that song. All right. I think I have it. Okay. I really do. I okay. So I got every single one before this, but okay. Elderly woman in a restaurant. Somewhere, somewhere. No, it's not that. Somewhere. It's not that song. Even if you were, if you were, co- it's not elderly yeah. woman behind a counter in a small town. It's a different oh, song by that I band. And unfortunately, yeah. I can't let you try it. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Elderly woman eating flapjacks at a diner downtown. I think is the name of that. No, it is. Yeah. It is. Okay, we'll go to Eddie next. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Pud. What's up? Hi, right, hey, Bud. Pud. <laughs> um, did, did you hear the song? Oh yeah, man. Jeremy, come yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, this is Jeremy. Mary Lou's kicking herself in the ass right now. Uh, what do we have for Eddie? Case? Eddie, we got Fandango Code to see nobody. Sometimes the man you don't notice is the most dangerous man of all. Universal Pictures presents the most exciting thriller of the year. Bob Odenkirk is nobody in theaters today. Rated R. All right, we'll uh, get another one ready, and this one's going to be for Bill. How are you, Bill? Hey, good morning, guys. You, you rock. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. All right, so we're playing. Name that song in eight bits. And here is a new song. You all set? Yep, ready. Here we go. 
song we play pretty regularly mm-hmm. at the radio station, but I I, I thought, because I, I'm not looking at the titles either, okay. and I would have gotten this wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, let's see if Bill knows. Bill? I know that song. I just can't think of the name of it. I was going through oh. the same thing. Oh, Billy. All right. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> Gotta let you go, bud. Let's try Scott out on that. Scott! Scott! Hey, good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning, Ed. All right, Scott, do you need to hear that again, or do you know? Uh, can I hear it again? Sure, here we go. What song is it? It's Fog for the Dan. Take me out. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh, it's God. Take me out is correct. I was thinking somebody told me, which oh. is totally wrong. Oh, that's yeah. the, the killers. But, uh, yep, but he got it right. So what do we have for Scott? We have the suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller, Fatal, starring Hilary Swank and Michael Ealy on, D- on DVD. It's available now from Lionsgate, and congratulations, because that's the last copy we have to give away. Of Fatal. Of okay. Fatal. All right, we have... Uh, a uh, few more prizes that we can get through. We will go uh, next to Mark. Yo, Mark, good morning. So effing ready. Yeah, so man. Ready. I love it. We're playing Name That Song in 8 Bits. Here is your song. Listen closely. Uh. Mark, what song is that? Well, I think that girls just want to have fun. You yeah! Are- Cindy Lauper, written by Robert Hazard, I believe, out of Sir. Philadelphia. Nice. Uh, so here's what we got for you, man. All right, so listen, i I got to check with Connor. How many of these nobodies do we have left? We have two left? Okay, so we got one more after this. We have a uh, Fandango code for you to see nobody. Bob Odenkirk is nobody. It is in theaters today, rated R. All right, let's, uh, let's do another one here. Uh, I think it's Joe that we're going to go to next. Joe, I love you. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Are you there? Joe, I love you. Yeah, I'm here. Let's go. All right, Joe. Uh, Let's go with this one. All right, here is a new one for you. Listen closely. Joe. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Oh! Sorry, Joe. All right. I don't love you anymore. Uh, We're going to go to Kelly. Uh, Kelly, we are playing. Name that song in 8-Bits. Did you hear the song? Do you need to hear it again? Can we do it one more time? Yep. Here we go.
Hi, Kelly. What song is that? Sounds familiar. I don't got it though. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. By the way, somebody texted in Nick and said, "Nick, don't dance to this." You didn't hurt yourself dancing to this song. No, no, no I'm sure that I was fun. dancing to a particular uh, song. Song. No, uh, girls just want to have fun. I'm sure I danced to that. that. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was but that. It's okay. Madonna. Yeah. Madonna. They were talking about this. Broke me. Yeah. All right, we'll go to Josh <laughs> broke you. next. Hey, Josh. Stop, bitches. Yo, bitch. Do me a favor. Tell me you know the name of that song. Uh, dude. I... I'm actually trying, I'm scratching my head. I know the tune. I'm humming along with the tune. I, I, I'm I'm sing the lyrics. It's the first. It's one of the first words in the lyrics. I'll play it for you one last time. Here we go. Listen right here. That's the title of the song. Right there. I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, oh. all right. Uh, I'm up to this one, and I just, I'm drawing a blank. This, right. this is actually an easy one. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, because we're not going to yeah. take any more calls. It's Man in the Box. Oh. Oh. <laughs> man in the Box. Sorry, Josh. All right, that means we need to get another caller up, and it is Brian. Hey there, Brian. What's up, Preston? Yo, buddy. All right, we are going to play Name That Song. Name that song in eight bits. Eight bits. And this is a fresh tune ready for you. Here it comes. That ought to be enough. Uh, rock and roll all night long. Oh. Oh. These are all right. These there. are rock anthems that we're playing here. No, sorry, Brian. Uh, we will go next to Will. Hey there, Will. Yeah, cup. Yeah, cup. Yeah, cup. All right, Will. Did you hear the song? Yes, I did. You know what it is. I sure do. It's ACDC. You shook me all night long. Of course it is. Right. Of course it is. All right. Case, what are we going to give to Will? We have a Blu-ray copy of the critically acclaimed Promising Young Woman starring Academy Award nominee Carrie Mulligan. Don't miss the Rotten Tomatoes certified press film that critics call a game-changing masterpiece and one of the best films of the year. It's available now on Blu-ray and DVD, also available on digital. All right. Uh, what say we do one more? One okay. more. That sounds right. good. All right. One more. We'll go to, well, we're going to end with Casey. Hi, Casey. Hey, this is... Hey, hey what? what? All right, Casey playing... Name that song in 8-Bits. <laughs> Here's the last one. You ready, Case? Yeah. All right, let's listen. Okay. I know it. I did this for you, Kathy. All right, what is it? It's Fix You by Coldplay. You're right. Yeah! Fix You by it's a great song. It's how you do it. Yes. And what are we going to give Casey? Casey, we have Fandango Code to see Nobody. Bob Odenkirk is Nobody. It's in theaters today. Rated R. All right. Congratulations. And there we go. Yes. Another round. song in eight bits. Nice shot. People were killing it on they that They were. One, so, excellent. Well, I'm glad we could uh, give a bunch of stuff away 
as well. So uh, with that, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Some more Bizarre File stories are up momentarily, and we still have some stuff to give away. Lesson questions coming up. Our Word of the Week prize, $500 for that. So get set. And you know what? Why not? I'll take caller if you would like to go see Tony Woods, who we just spoke to. Nice. At Helium, or no, at Punchline. Yes. Uh, we will, this is for the 9.30 show, and that is tonight, Casey? Yes, yeah, sir. Friday show. Uh, so we'll take uh, callers uh, 11 and 12, and we will give you tickets. 215-263-WNMR. We'll be back in just a moment. from Dirty Honey and The Offspring. Get the scoop on Rob Zombie and the new Munsters movie. Plus, all the info on the new Queen YouTube series celebrating the band's 50th anniversary. Click contests and enter to win the new Papa Roach album, Greatest Hits Volume 2. And listen to Jackie Bam Bam all week for a Papa Roach grand prize. Before we do anything else, this is fresh in my mind, and I know I'll forget it if I don't say this right now. Does anybody besides me, (laughs) multiple times during the week, either almost knock someone out or almost get knocked out by people going in and out of the kitchen door into the hallway? Yeah, Yeah, it happens all All the time. time. I was thinking about the... um, the Idea of putting one of those restaurant windows in the door. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some kind, or even a peephole is what yeah. I was thinking. Dave Cruz. I was, this happened just like twice this week. He and I almost knocked him out. Yeah. Because I was uh, I was singing rock and roll all night because yeah. I'm walking down the hall and I open up the door and I pushed it open and he's right there. And I'm like, oh, dude, I am so sorry. Do you open the door like Hulk in uh, Endgame when he knocks out Tony Stark? I, I do. I just kind of, uh, like any door, I'm just going through. But I don't, like, gingerly, yeah. you know, and test peak. it and no. open it up and peek. I just to open it and, listen, we have a, you know, I got when yeah. I was going to the bathroom, there's a three and a half minute song. I got to make it down to the hall there and back. And I'm like, <laughs> so I do go a little bit quickly. Right. Um, so, yeah, all right. I, I figured it I, pretty much happens regularly. Sometimes uh, I will walk into the door because it doesn't click open for me. Uh, <laughs> that happens. But, no, I'm I'm pretty... Why not a screen door? I know, right? Wouldn't that be great? That would be great. No, but I'm I'm fairly consistent with you know I I I I don't gingerly open it, but I give who because there's Marianne it. Well, there's a there's a click so that I usually kind of give somebody a warning yeah. that the door is about right. to open. So you let the click and then you just wait a half beat yeah. and then go. That's probably the way I should do. It, but I never think about it. Click. Come on, two, three, yeah, four. Yeah. do that. Yeah. We're busy. All right. Um, two things. Uh, th- I want to mention this uh, fantastic organization called Bringing Hope Home. Uh, our buddy Paul Eisinger, yeah. right? Eisenberg. Eisenberg, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, Paul has been behind this thing for a long, long time, and uh, we do this great event called the Divine Nine uh, Golf Outing. Um, and so what they do is they essentially just raise money for people who are sick and need bills paid. Yes. Um, and so there's an event, Nick. You wanted to mention this real quick. They partnered up with Acme, which apparently um, uh, they Acme makes it really easy, which is great. And we love Acme, obviously. So what you, what you can do through the end of March is when you're at an Acme, any of any local Acme, uh, when you go to the register and you pay, um, they give you the option to add on a little bit at the end of your um, your bill, and that can go directly to Bringing Hope Home. So if you see that option while shopping in an Acme over the next few days, please consider that, and uh, they're doing it through the end of March. Bringing Hope Home is the name of the charity, and Acme makes it super easy to just add uh, you know, a dollar or two at the end of your bill, and uh, it'll go to a great cause. Yeah, and this is it's such a great organization. They just, uh, like I said, they just they help you out with some money. 
They pay the bills, It's man. fantastic. That, yeah. yeah, a, yeah. A, a, it's such a basic thing. It's ingenious, right. and uh, it means the most to people who are suffering, uh, you know, having to make ends meet. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to go to this call, and then we're going to get to the bizarre file, but uh, Jennifer is calling in. She's got, it says here, a shard out, right. which I don't yeah. think we've ever done a phone call <laughs> shard out before. All right. Uh, but I'm going to go to her because she's got something to say. Hi, Jennifer. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. Now we can hear you. Hi, Jennifer. Oh, great. Hi, how are you? Good. So what did you want to tell us? I want to give a shout out, and I think Casey would definitely be interested in this because it's about O'Hara's girls' basketball team. Ah, yes. Uh, go ahead. They are, they are in the state final, Ooh. Ooh. The state championship tomorrow night, and it's at 5 o'clock, and it's in Hershey. Okay. And you can actually see it on TV. I think it's on the PCN network. Okay. Yes, you're correct. All yeah, right. So official shout out. Great job this year, and wish them luck and give them a great shout out. You got it. All right. Thanks for the heads Thank up. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We appreciate it. See yeah. you later. So okay. the Bye-bye. girls' basketball program, for as long as I can remember, has been a juggernaut. I mean, it's them, and then Carol also had a, a really decent right. program. But, uh, yeah, so they have the championship game tomorrow night against uh, Chartiers Valley High School. Uh, that's in Allegheny County. Um, but the head coach of the girls' basketball team is a girl I graduated high school with. Her name is Chrissy Donahue. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so good luck to those girls. And, you know, we're all, I think... Everybody here and everybody listening, because we're not in Allegheny County, we're all rooting for Cardinal Harris. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. By the way, and I know this is old news by now, but we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we try to talk about it as much as we possibly we can. Do. But you saw the, the video earlier in the week of the, um, uh, the collegiate uh, uh, female basketball player that she posted. Oh, of, yeah. Of the comparing uh, the women's oh, workout yes. facilities yes. versus the men's workout facilities. No, I did not see this, Steve. I kid you not. Now they have rectified the situation, yeah. but they had for the girls a single rack of dumbbells. That was and it. That was it. That and was I it. I mean, it was like you know five pounds up to twenty five pounds. You can't do that. And that's no. it. No. <laughs> and then she goes and see what the men have, and they go over and it's a full spread of all the machines and everything. Right. Everything was distanced out. And she said initially they they had uh, the excuse was they didn't have enough space for them. And she goes, oh really? And she shows the space that they had available, which is this massive gymnasium. Why don't they just let uh, schedule at different times and let the girls I use the uh, the full gym thing? Are they in the same? I don't bubble? know. I don't think. I don't are think they in they the same are. bubble, Nick? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're both in Indianapolis or Indiana. So Uh, bubble away. Bubble Uh, like the wind. (laughs) Uh, So, but, uh, and essentially now the stories I've seen following up to it, this is just a a small Uh, part of the difference between the preference that's given to the men's organization versus the women's organizations. But it was ridiculous. Like, we're looking at, that's all they had, Steve. That that one rack of dumbbells for (laughs) all of the teams. It was insane. No, that, that won't cut it. Uh, but they've That's since cool. got that uh, rectified. They've, they've since got that worked out. So. All right, cool. No, uh, the women are in San Antonio. Okay, oh, San Antonio, they're... Indiana. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first one was so popular they opened up the second one. Oh, okay. So it's a different it's bubble. Smart. I right. mean, come yeah. on, man. So anyhow, you uh, have to create another San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have the Amalo there. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Amalo. The Amalo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do they have a? Wait river a second. <laughs> this is not the same. Well, this is the Amalo. You probably never. Me with the Alamo, no. but yeah. uh, no, you no, can actually, forget the a lot of people have forgotten the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, never forget the Alamo. But Everybody yeah. forgot the Alamo. Yeah. Yeah. Got all about it. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> all right, I got some B file stories that are burning up over here. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Yeah. 
<laughs> Brought to you by Godshall's Real Wood Smoke Turkey Bacon. Now available from most online delivery programs. And you can tap where to buy at godshalls.com and choose buy online. Like it. Uh, let's begin with uh, this one. So two missing 12-year-olds were found cold and hungry after being locked inside a train overnight. Bobby! <laughs> Amy Greenan and her friend had been playing at a park in... Sandy! <laughs> uh, this is in England. Uh, on the, It was in West uh, Dunbartonshire. Robert! Where, Cynthia! <laughs> where they decided to uh, board a train to Glasgow on uh, Friday oh with, boy. without a ticket. Yeah. So the pair caught another train back but fell asleep and woke up trapped inside the train at Helensburg. Uh, the children tried to get their attention, the attention of a uh, passerby uh, the next morning, and the conductor, who was alerted, had ended up releasing them. Uh, British Transport Police are now investigating the incident. Amy's mother raised concerns as to why the children were not spotted sooner. She said the girls shouldn't have done it, but they are children, and children do stupid things. Any adults who saw two 12-year-olds getting off a train on their own should have questioned that. Look, they're they're two idiots. Uh, Amy, who had been had her phone with her, but it had run out of battery, told the, her mother that uh, they planned to catch another train back to Glas- from Glasgow, but... Uh, she said that a member of the staff at a turnstile told them to go away go because away. they did not. <laughs> Just go away. Just go away. Uh, they didn't have You tickets. little girls, go away. Uh, the, ch- <laughs> <laughs> the children eventually got onto a train that passed uh, through nearby but uh, fell asleep and woke up trapped inside the carriage. Bobby! <laughs> Please. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Police in Texas are searching for a man accused of stabbing a jack-in-the-box employee with a pocket knife after being asked to wear a face mask inside the restaurant. A warrant has been issued for the arrest of James Schultz, who has been accused of stabbing a manager three times. Three times? Yeah, the trouble began when the suspect entered the restaurant without a mask on. The would-be customer became agitated when employees said the PPE was mandatory in order to order inside or could use the drive through the male belligerently refused, said they did not want to serve him because he was homeless, and began yelling that he would be contacting his attorney as he was <laughs> filming with his cell phone. Uh, from there, Schultz walked toward the door as if to leave. As, <laughs> as the shift manager turned his back away from the exit, the suspect rushed back in, grabbed him, and stabbed him three times in the arm and upper torso with what appeared to be a pocket knife. Uh, employees intervene and, to defend their co-worker, and then the suspect left the scene. So uh, they, they don't know where the guy is. They are looking for him. So anyone with information is asked to call the police. Uh, two dolphins have made a day trip to Venice, Italy. Uh, they took a trip up the famous Grand Canal before swimming over to uh, Gudeca Island, where they saw no fewer than two churches by Renaissance architect Andrea Palladio. So they're really taking in the sights. Yeah, yeah, before returning home to the Adriatic Sea. Their visit All came, the stories we have. Uh, when the city is in an, uh, another lockdown as Italy battles a third wave of COVID-19, by the way. <laughs> It didn't have much to say. My friend has a stutter. <laughs> Come on, spit it out. And, and while they were in danger during their time in the city, it's believed the dolphins made it out safely. The pair of striped dolphins, thought to be an adult and juvenile, probably a mother and child, uh, were first spotted around 6 a.m. by Marco Busetto, 
Uh, what he, the hell is that? Uh, he alerted the authorities. And an hour later, they appeared at the mouth of the Grand Canal, swimming up the iconic waterway towards the famous uh, Salute Church, where the um, Busetto team uh, by now had parked up to start work and clocked them once more. Clocked them? Yeah, I punched them. Okay. <laughs> get over here. Hey, get out of hey, here. Hey, come here with your stupid chirpy chirpy sound. Uh, they were also in a lot of danger because all the boats of going back and forth, which could Attention have stupid purposes. Uh, injured them with their propellers. A group tried to halt traffic while waiting for the police to arrive, uh, but they managed to uh, keep an eye on them and they got out of there and everything was safe. But it was very strange. It was not you don't appearance see for dolphins to be in that canal. Do, they, do they generally like have a large, large, like do they stick to one area? Um, dolphins. I don't know. I always, uh, I always consider them as as far traveling. Uh, oh, but but in this case, you have a lot of you would normally have a lot of boats in this area, and so yeah. that's they were afraid that they would get clocked, as they yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Western New York is seeking the owner of a 1996 Ferrari F50 that was stolen from Italy in 2003. Did they talk to the Dolphins about this? No, they didn't. So this is pretty wild. So according to reports, the Ferrari crossed the Canadian border at the Peace Bridge port of entry on December 19, 2019. The Ferrari was taken into custody by Customs and Border Protection and inspected. Upon inspection, officers found... Uh, that some rivets on the VIN plate located on the dashboard were covered with a black tar substance and realized the vehicle was stolen. With the Ferrari, estimated to be one worth $1.9 million, oh, just wow. shy of $2 million bucks. several people have come forward claiming ownership. Uh, the government has filed a civil action lawsuit to determine who can take ownership of the vehicle as it has traveled across continents and countries for nearly 20 years. So they're trying That's to That's amazing. They don't know whose this is. Who's missing a $1.9 million sports card? Huh. Yeah. And we'll wrap it up there. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you now. I'm going to give away the last of the passes to see the guest we had on earlier this morning, Tony Woods, comedian. He's going to be at Punchline Philly tonight, the 9.30 show. If you want to get out and see some comedy, Tony's great. He is. And we will take uh, the next three callers, and we'll set you up, 215 263 WMMR. Keep in mind, the shows at Punchline are indoors, reduced capacity, socially distanced tables, masks are required unless eating or drinking, and uh, it says safety info at punchlinephilly.com slash safety dash guidelines if you want to check it all out. It's a 21 and over show, so we'll take the first three callers, give you those tickets, make somebody happy. We're going to take a break, come back. The happiness continues because we have a big Word of the Week prize giveaway in a little while. Not next. When we come back, we do the lesson question and trash and music news. So we will come back in a moment with that. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're about to ask a lesson question of you uh, to see if you have been paying attention. And we have a prize associated with that. And it is a pair of tickets to see Godzilla versus Kong on the monster screen and IMAX. And we'll give you free monster concessions. It's up to 20 bucks per person. The question I have for you this morning is... What did Steve's mother's recording device smell like? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Okay? See if you're paying attention. You heard it. Made note of it. Remember it. Call in. What did Steve's mother's recording device smell like? 215-263-WMMR. Going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world and freshly ground just seconds before serving. What's going on, Steve? Well, 83-year-old Jane Fonda telling Harper's Bazaar that she is no longer looking for a sexual relationship. Fonda says that these days, she has an orgasm if someone cuts her steak. <laughs> oh, my God. Bachelor star Matt James has officially reactivated his Instagram account, but has deleted all of the Bachelor posts from the page. Matt says the Bachelor gave women the impression that he was something he was not. Interesting. Yeah. And finally, Chris Jenner says she once had sex with Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, while a then 10-year-old Khloe Kardashian was under the bed. Chris says the only reason they found out she was under there was because of the legs of the bed weren't touching the floor. Uh, <laughs> that's your Hollywood trash. All right. We'll see if you're paying attention. Looking for the answer to this question. What is Steve's mother's recording device smell like? And we'll go to Sam, see if he knows the answer. Hi, Sam. You're on the air. Yeah. What's up? Yo, buddy. <laughs> All right. So what did Steve's mother's recording device smell like? Smells like Ham. Ham. <laughs> You got it, Sam. Hang on a second. Uh, for you, a $50 gift card for, or no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong price. We have a uh, pair of tickets to see Godzilla versus Kong on the monster screen in IMAX, plus free monster concessions. That's up to $20 per person. Legends collide in this long-awaited face-off between two mythic icons as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. In theaters and streaming exclusively on HBO, and that is March 31st, rated PG-13. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Dickhead. All right, and it is brought to you this morning by Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon, now available uh, from most online delivery programs. You can tap where to buy at godshalls.com and choose buy online. A Washington state federal judge has ruled that despite Chris Cornell's widow's claims, Soundgarden are not withholding royalties. Judge Michelle Peterson has also recommended that two of Vicki Cornell's claims against the band be thrown out due to lack of evidence. Oh boy. Cornell sued remaining Soundgarden members, Kim Thale, Ben Shepard, and Matt Cameron, in December 2019 over claims that they were withholding hundreds of thousands of dollars in royalties. She also alleged that the band's manager, Rit Ver- uh, Venera's, was looking um, looking out for her best interest since taking over Chris's estate when he died in 2017. Billboard reports Peterson found out that uh, Veneris is not Cornell's advisor, uh, and there is sufficient evidence to state that the band withheld money from Cornell. Uh, I'm sorry, that the band with a that there is insufficient. There you go. Oh, sorry, about okay. That. That there is insufficient evidence. There's insufficient, sufficient, and then fishing. Uh, to <laughs> s- to state that the band withheld any money from Cornell or that they used the funds to pay for any legal fees involved in the case. So insufficient, sufficient, fishing, and over delicious. Uh, the case will now be reviewed by Robert S. Lasnik, who will then have the final say on the matter. Stone Temple Pilots are celebrating the 25th anniversary of their third album, Tiny Music Songs, from the Vatican Gift Shop. I can't believe that's 25 years old. It was released on March, released on March 26, 1996. 
Now, the band is set to release a super deluxe edition of the album, which will include unreleased studio and live recordings. Uh, The three CDLP, one LP set includes a newly remastered version of the original album on both CD and vinyl, uh, plus unreleased early versions, instrumentals, and alternate takes, along with a complete concert recording from 1997. So... do you remember when you first heard that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, when it, I first it, moved here, it occurs to me that like there was a time, or there there have been some some periods throughout rock where you heard something and immediately thought, "This is cool. This yeah. is great." Mm-hmm. And you know, those times are are, are um, they're rare. Well, the the thing about this album I thought was interesting was when I first listened to I believe Big Bang Baby was yeah. was the first song that was released from it. I'm listening to it. I'm like. This doesn't sound like Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, like, that does not sound like Scott Weiland. He had a different sound to him, which was cool because, it, yeah. you know, they were taking a little bit of a different direction. So uh, the Super Deluxe Edition will be available on July 23rd for seventy nine ninety eight. So that's coming out. Offspring have released the video for their latest single, Let the Bad Times Roll. The song is the title track of their upcoming 10th studio album, which is coming out on April 16th, it has climbed to the top of the Rock and Alternative Radio uh, charting at 11 and 25, uh, respectively, just four weeks after its release. So the video is out. I have not seen it as of yet. Beck has revealed that it was Paul McCartney's dance moves that inspired his new remix of McCartney's Find My Way track featured on the upcoming McCartney 3 reimagined set. Uh, the album, which was personally curated by the former Beatle, drops on April 16th and features an A-list assortment of friends, fans, and brand new acquaintances, each covering and or reimagining their favorite <laughs> their favorite McCartney three moments <laughs> in their own signature styles. <laughs> Beck said in a statement, I remember hanging out with Paul and his wife, Nancy, several years ago. And Nancy mentioned that she wanted to go out dancing before huh. calling it a night. We ended up at some club in West Hollywood, and I remember noticing... That Paul and Nancy were tearing it up. He said, really enjoying themselves more than anyone else on the dance floor. I never thought of Paul McCartney as a big fan of dance. No, me either. As a boodly boodler, if you may. Uh, Beck went on to say, I remember that night and wanted to try to recapture that amazing spirit I felt while watching him on the dance floor. Sort of my little tribute to Paul in his groove. Uh, when I then heard the falsetto vocal in Paul's original track, I wanted to lean Further into something really loose and funky, I pulled out my Hoffner, because of course, he says, and put down a few bass lines, and everything came to life from there. He said, the best part of the entire experience, though, came a week after I had turned in the remix when Paul called to tell me that he'd been dancing in his kitchen to the track all week. I want to hear that. Yeah. And let's see, two other quick things. Proof positive, the queen remains bigger than ever. Over 45 years after its release, the band's signature tune, Bohemian Rhapsody, has been officially certified diamond by the Recording Industry Association of America. Diamond, diamond, diamond. Uh, the award represents 10 million, by the way. 10 million? Yeah. 10 million, 10 million, 10 million dollars. 10 million, 10 million, 10 million dollars. Yeah, it represents uh, 10 million of or more. 10! In sales and streams equivalent in the United States. The honor also marks Queen as the first British band in music history to earn the Diamond Song Award. That's pretty amazing. What else is in the Diamond Award? What other music is floating with Diamond Awards? Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Brian May said in a statement, this is incredible news. 
At times like this, I have to pinch myself to be sure it's real. You get a, a platinum statue of Big Ange, don't you? All those wild <laughs> dreams we had, this is beyond any of them. Huge thanks to all who have believed in us over the years. God, Big Ange. She passed away, you know. Yeah, yeah do you remember yeah. that? Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds, diamonds, We oh. had her on the show, and she was actually wonderful. Oh, my God. I forgot about Big Ange. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. We all talk like that. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds, right? Drummer Roger Taylor had it. It's wonderful and gratifying. I know he said it's a wonderful and gratifying thought to know that uh, the song has reached out and connected with so many people. We thank you all. That it's transcended the passage of time. <laughs> <laughs> Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. We all thank you. Onwards, he says. Steve, there are 45 songs. That's it. In the history of songs. That achieved diamond status. Yeah, 10 times diamond status, which is what uh, the Queen one did. And the uh, latest was Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. And then Lil Nas X, Old Town Road, uh, was the fastest to be certified that. So, uh, but yeah, not that many in the history of songs. Wow. I don't know Bodak Yellow. Um. Yeah, me neither. Bodak Yellow? Yeah. That's the most recent one. No, no, neither. I'm going to take my Bodak Yellow. <laughs> no, that's Kodachrome. That's Kodachrome. Yeah. But, you know, they're almost exactly the same. They're very similar. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then one final story, and I mentioned this earlier. The One Campaign, the Bonham Co-Fund Global Health and Anti-Poverty Organization, has debuted an animated series titled Pandemica, that aims to raise awareness of the importance of vaccines and ending the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, The story unfolds as a pandemic purgatory that finds its characters unsure how long they will be stuck there. Uh, The voices that are being lent to this project are Bono, Penelope Cruz, Nick Kroll, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Michael Sheen, Wanda Sykes, to name a few. Uh, Rolling out on one campaign's social channels, Uh, The series arrives amid multiple reports citing the inequity of vaccine distribution across the world. Uh, While the United States continues to expand vaccine distribution across age groups, some countries are still struggling to get doses to older and more vulnerable populations. And Abano said, Pandemica's animated world animates a simple truth that where you live shouldn't determine whether you get these life-saving shots. He said, even while many of us still wait our turn, uh, we need to commit to making sure that billions of people around the world aren't left at the back of the line. It's only the right thing. It's the only, it's the right thing to do, obviously, but it's also the only way out of this pandemic for all of us. If the vaccine isn't everywhere, the pandemic isn't going anywhere. So they've got that underway, and I'm not sure when you will be able to see that. It's, it's a little on teaser up on uh, on their YouTube. Yeah, you know who else is a part of the one campaign is Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> he and Big Ann should have dated. <laughs> yeah. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. I do like you dog. They would have been. They would have been a great couple. It started when it started here in Philly. I was working for Pierre, and uh, Pierre got to interview Bono, which was really cool. But he also interviewed Dikembe, and so Pierre's got his hand above his head, reaching up to <laughs> Dikembe. So yeah, it was great. He could have danced with Mutombo. That's right. All right, and then we have uh, we have Bodak Yellow. Ah. You guys hear that? Marissa pulled this. Here we go. Then I'm quick, cutting also don't get comfortable. Look, I don't dance now. I make money moves. Oh, so oh, it's, a, it's a modern day Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. 
Now that sounds like an instant classic to yeah, me. That's, so that's Bohemian Rhapsody. There you go. All right. Oh, wow. Uh, what? Call Me Maybe is also on this list. So, <laughs> Dude, I, Believe it or not, I can see that, man. That yeah. thing played like nobody's business when that was hot. All right, why don't we take one final break, get ready to wrap this thing up, get ready to give somebody a great prize with our Word of the Week. We'll return with that in just a moment, so stay with us. Are you an MMR VIP? Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. <laughs> about right to uh, wrap the whole thing up. A few thank yous to do. I want to thank our friends at Jersey Mike's for stopping by this morning, giving us some stuff to give to you. And it is their month of giving at Jersey Mike's, and you can help them. Help our local charities uh, next, or actually, yeah, yeah, next Wednesday, the 31st, 100% of all sales will be donated to Alex's Lemonade Stand. Nice. Go to jerseymikes.com slash MOG. Of course, you can just stop by and uh, purchase, and that'll help, too. And thanks to the Radnor location, Nick's location, uh, for uh, dropping off all the food this morning and giving us all the giveaways. We do greatly appreciate that. Uh, I also want to, while we're in the thank you moods, do the clap at hand. Give yourselves a round of applause. If you're in a clapping mood. Uh, Tony Woods. Yeah. Punchline Philly. Tonight and tomorrow night, 715, 930. Tickets available at punchlinephilly.com. So it's all good. All right, we need to do the letter of the day. So uh, Pierre Robert is walking in. I'll hit this little sounder, and then we'll get it from him. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is indeed brought to you today by the letter... K, like Kellogg's. Perfect. And we will take caller number, let's do caller number 10, 215-263-WMMR. You have the letter K. Should be five of them total. Makes a word. Let's see if you happen to know what it is. So give us a call right now, and we will see if you get the big prize before you head off into your weekend. Marvelous. Outside. Beautiful. Very pleasant. Nice. It looks colder than it is. Uh, so I wore a coat and found I didn't need it. Now, yeah. When you guys get here at 2 in the morning or whatever, ungodly hour it is, it's probably colder. It I went, was not I went, bad. Yeah, I went in Sans jacket yeah. today. I, I, I yeah. had nothing other than the T-shirt that I'm wearing, okay. and uh, it was great. Very, very comfy. It's supposed oh. to be really windy today, though. Like yeah, windy. 40-mile-an-hour gusts. 70 degrees? 80. 80. Jeez. 80 yeah. degrees, I know. But then back to the 50s next week? Yeah. Well, the yeah. weekend's going well, to be nice. 60s. The 50s are still not bad. Still no, not bad. No, 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 no. 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 In fact, that's probably it. about right seasonable, yeah, uh, for this um, time. But these these little these little flare ups happen, which are wonderful. Just to remind us that hope is on the way. Hope is on the way, and mm. daffodils are up. The little yellow flowers. You're correct about yeah, that. Like those. <laughs> yeah. Do you like those? Kids? I do like those. Yes. Cool. <laughs> have a little homemade centerpiece. That you I do. Have to use those. Oh, that's so pretty. You they're actually the... want to buy those when they're closed. People think that you know they look pretty when they're open. Obviously, they do. But if you buy them when but they're, they're clo- fools. Well, because once they open, they actually don't live all that long. Oh. So you want to get the full process when they're closed and then when they're and blooming. They're, and then... they're some oh. of the first to open up, usually, right? Daffodils, they're the first yes. ones I noticed. Yeah, I think crocuses come up even before those. Screaming in the night. That's right. <laughs> 
Um, the the no na-na-na-na, Philadelphia. The na-na-na-na is a crocus. Yes. I did not know that uh, crocus was a flower. I just knew the band. In fact, it's. Uh, in, in, I'm learning all these things about the Jersey Shore. In right. Wildwood Crest, there's a series of roads that are all crocus flowers. Oh, okay. And crocus was one of the words. I'm like, what the hell is that doing here? So yeah, there you well, go. Did not know. And they also played on that street. Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Free concert. Band. Never happened. They got up on the roof of the second story. Exactly. Huh. On behalf of the band and ourselves, I hope you pass the audition. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me while I puke. Uh, uh, memorable. Yeah, it was a memorable moment. There were seven people there, but and it was wintertime, but sure. it was yeah. pleasant. Could you stop playing? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so flowers are there. I want to thank Jason Fayon um, and his wonderful... Um, He's got this barbecue sauce called Bill's Best, but yes. it's gone so well out in Glenside, not far from the Keswick Theater, that he's opened, he's expanded it into a brewery. Really? And he had been making homemade beer for some time. Oh. And um, uh, it's so cool because they have a couple different brands of barbecue sauce, which are quite amazing. As a veg, I use them. And now he's got beer. Is... Um... Is is that his livelihood now? Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the 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 hot sauce. Yeah, the, it's, he, it's, he doesn't work another job. Sauce. Well, he works here on the weekends. Well, you know what I mean. Full time. Yeah, yeah. that's how he's paying his mortgage. Press. Yes, and yeah. and he, it's damn good. We've gotten the barbecue sauce. I've gotten the beer for my wife, and yeah. she enjoyed it thoroughly. But uh, the barbecue sauce is where it started. That's where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and now beer. Two, two different. Yeah, and they've had the beer for a while, and he's got a little um, tavern that you can go into. I, it's not a bar. I don't. How do they describe that? A brewery, a tasting room, room, tasting room. I don't know. So you can go for during certain hours mm-hmm. and and hang out and have a beverage. But um, in my honor, they made a great day in the morning. Oh wow! And it's an IPA with coffee. Uh, it's a robust coffee stout, and it's an ode to our friend Pierre. Smooth and inviting, just like the legend himself. <laughs> Seven point three percent too. One stout, yep. hefty little buzzaboo on that. <laughs> I, I well, this is a big can. So it is. There's yeah. a lot you a of, beer drinker. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of buzz. I'm going to be booing. There about. you go, man. <laughs> it says, uh, just like the legend himself, our stout has the coffee aroma and kick to get you out of bed. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? This? <laughs> yeah. This is Gary Lauer's coffee. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of bed without three alarm clocks and a courtesy call. <laughs> That's great. If you drink that, you'll be up on the roof of Crocus. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm, I'm going to sample that this, this weekend. And they put a picture of uh, one of my coffee mugs. It says, great day in the morning. I, I think you ought to drink that during your show today. Yeah. Um, Crack it open. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Do it. it. Oh. <laughs> and then what, are you going to come make out with me? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. No. <laughs> There's a plastic separator between us. As opposed to normal drunk day with a half a light beer, and Nick will make out with anyone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Two light beers. Two light beers. I know right, uh, that joke before, but it's worthy of repeating. Well, it's cool of Jason to do that. I, I think no, it's thank really you, Jason, and thank you, Bill's best. best. Nice. All right, I want to go to the phones. We're looking for caller number 10. It's Janet. Hi there, Janet. Hi, how are you guys today? We are great. Janet, do you know the word of the week? Uh, let me see. Could it be Chuck? Great day in the morning. And it is. Uh, Janet, 
Nice, plain and simple. We have five hundred dollars for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, a thousand welcome, times. Welcome, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Janet. You're Hang welcome. on. Welcome. Great day in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> She's <laughs> a happy customer. Are you happy? I put her on hold. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we'll get your info. We're going to give yes, you five. I am. $500 part of T-Mobile's 5G Fridays, where T-Mobile is giving away 5Gs in the name of Speed with the President and Steve Show. For another shot of $500, you can click contestwmmr.com and enter to win one of five $500 online prizes. T-Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities and towns across America. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile, are you with us? Uh, so what's uh, in store for this wonderful Friday? Uh, by the way, Jason will be on tomorrow at uh, ah. 6 a.m., 6 to 10. He's on every Saturday morning, 6 to 10. So uh, if you want to check him out um, and tell him you sampled some, I don't know how long this will be in stock for. None of their stuff is, it, you know, is ongoing. So get it while you can. Um, on the program today, uh, let's see. We will have Workforce Blocks of the Foo Fighters and the Beatles and the Struts. And uh, you'd mentioned the an- the anniversary 25th of Tiny Music. I have the 20th anniversary edition on vinyl, so we'll play that for our vinyl cut, plus weekend calendar and um, all kinds of fun stuff and a little sweat set for some great birthdays that we have just celebrated. So It sounds like a hoot. I think it'll be a hoot, a nanny. Ooh! <laughs> yeah. And a nanny. Wow. Yeah, hoot, I love and a hoot nanny. nanny. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see. I need to thank the sponsors of the Preston and Steve show because that's what we do at the end of the show. And I want to thank Sequoia Outback. Yeah. Don't miss the annual spring into Sequoia sale, decksupplies.com. Also, Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show, and Acme Markets Fresh Foods Local Flavors. Taking a little time off next week. Just giving you a heads up on that. That is it. Oh, you know what? Real one last thing. Well, there's a new Daily Rush video. That's oh, what ho? It's called Herple Ho. Uh, Preston tells the tale of Herple and the Hairy Donut. <laughs> you can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Fish Sounds, First Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. That is it. We are done. Rage, that's a hoot, nanny. <laughs> rage on. Have yourself a great weekend. Enjoy this warm weather, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is George Rosie. Come join us at the Violetwood Cafe located at 1552 Haynes Road, Levittown, serving breakfast and lunch since 1994. Breakfast all day, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., seven days a week. Visit us on Facebook. Mention WMR. Get 10% off your check. Have a great day. Next message. Hi, MMR fans. This is Danielle from Danielle Foster Creations Portrait Studio. We specialize in newborn, child, holiday, and beach photography. We are a family-owned and operated business, and we've been servicing Delco, Philly, and the surrounding areas for 10 years. Conveniently located just off Exit 9 on the Blue Route in Havertown. Contact us at DanielleFosterCreations.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses and for making us part of your growing family. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.